Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan Back McHugh. from the grave. Don't interrupt me. Back never, from the grave. Never interrupt me. Do Get never do it here. again. No. I'm the chaos now. I'm the boss. I'm introducing I'm the boss you. Here. We're going to have some fun. Fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to another issue of Craft Comics. We are on it. We did it, Dan. This is episode 26. Really? 26. We are one behind the number of issues that Immortal Hulk has been. Wonderful. Wonderful. Next week, we will have eclipsed them. And then, if the stars align, Dan, Immortal Hulk number 28 will come out on episode number 28. Can you fucking imagine? Can you imagine that? A simultaneous release of... Immortal Hulk and Craft Comics and and our ejaculate. I was gonna say our emissions, yeah. our mm-hmm. hot spunky mm-hmm. emissions. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's a fucking episode title. Yep. Hot spunky emissions. Got that out of the way. That was just right off the top of the old of the old uh, b- brain. <laughs> He's been thinking about it all day. Brain penis. Yeah, I made the joke already. Yeah. No, that's not true. No, that's not, not true, Dan. Quit right, fucking right, lying. Because right. we do sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do sometimes rip a little bit. Script. Everything. This was completely off script. The entire though. episode, usually. What? Come on. Don't don't be <laughs> misleading. You're gaslighting the listeners, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody in between, this is Craft Comics, a weekly, now kind of, actually sort of legitimately, weekly yeah. craft yeah. beer and comic book podcast. Yeah. It is not for the faint, faint of, of heart, heart. <laughs> not for the faint of heart, nor for the uh, hardcore uh, comic book. This is meant for people who, you know, don't really read comic books and just kind of yeah. want to hang out, shoot the shit. Yeah. Uh, we get drunk and we talk about the books yeah. that came out last week and have a good time. And why not? Who's S- going to stop us? Yeah. Sometimes have a bad time. Sometimes yell at each other. Sometimes. Sometimes. But... Sometimes Uncle Gary blacks out and we have to delete the entire episode. But <laughs> that's just the. Got to drive him to the hospital, you know, and they pump ask, his stomach. Uh, is this guy again? Like, yep, it's him again. You know what to do. You you pump out his tummy. You give him a few fucking I don't know Ritalin Valium. Yep. All of it. A couple little then, uh, spanks on the bottom. Spanks on the bottom. Send him on his way. Send him on his way. You know, it's a nice take, take two and call me in the morning. You gotta love those small town hospitals like yep. Sun Prairie. They're full. Know? They're full service. They're full uh, service. They're just ready to give Gary his old cough medicine. Dan, I fear we are already rapidly losing the losing control. Losing of this podcast. the thread. Where I've lost it. The All thread right. is gone. Let's bring it back. Let's bring reel it, it back. In. Let's reel it in. Uh huh. And talk about. You. Uh, we talk about you. That's the first we thing talk that we about do. Me. So because let's this is talk the most. Me. This is the most important thing. Uh, it is. We. So Dan will bring beers. I will buy comics. We come together. Perfect harmony. We'll talk yep. about both those things. But before we do that, before you know, the it. people love this segment. It's, it's, it's the it's best. Often the best. The, the most well received at the Potty Awards. We've gotten P O T T Y. We've gotten feedback. We've gotten like one yeah. piece of feedback about one segment, and this was the segment, and that one person said they liked it. So yeah, and this is the most critically acclaimed segment. Absolutely. But without 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 any without any doubt, yeah. this is the best segment. Yeah. And this is the segment. Where I asked Dan what he's been reading, what he's been playing, what he's been listening to, oh. what he's been doing. I don't know. I yeah. just ask you a lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, to be current, <laughs> as it were, where you've been? Oh, where the fuck yeah. have you been yeah. where have <laughs> for I two been? weeks? Yeah, it's been a while. It's it's felt like a while, but really I only missed one week of, of episodes. Yeah, because so. we recorded on a Thursday. Yeah. Highly unusual. It's highly unusual, but also highly critically acclaimed. Highly critically acclaimed. Um, but yeah, I was in France and Portugal. I ate a lot, drank a lot, drank a lot of wine, drank a little bit of beer in Lisbon, and... 
yeah, mostly just like ate a ton of bread and cheese and uh, got some foie gras and some, I don't know, it was all... You fucking monster. It was all just real good stuff. And then uh, on the way there and the flights and everything, read all of Mr. Miracle. Yeah. That was 10 out of 10. That's like good Tom King. Can I, you believe it? I forgot that he existed. Yeah. yeah good can you Tom be- King. But yeah, it was so good. Yeah, that's it an incredible. So, so I only read issues one through six, and this was before we were recording the podcast. Um, and then I had this like weird fall off of comics for like three months. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that that ends up being three issues, and at that point, I was like, I'm so far behind. So yeah, I have like Mister Miracle one through eight, I mm-hmm. think, but I've only read one through six. Oh, okay. Um, but it was very good. I yeah. remember one through six being really fucking good. Yeah, you should read it all again, like back to back. It was it it was uh fairly quick read i don't know it took me like two or three hours to get mm-hmm. through the whole trade and uh yeah it was phenomenal and what else superhero um related or yeah you're only related? allowed to talk about comic books yeah here. yeah i watched shazam on the okay. flight and <laughs> okay. uh yeah it was pretty good yeah it was fine yeah it was like forgettable but enjoyable they had some good i thought the script was like the dialogue was decent they Is had some funny play- parts have you seen mrs mazel uh a little bit uh so have you seen season two where no. she's dating okay fuck i was gonna say is shazam i'm just for right now being like my brain is connecting the dots i'm like is shazam's actor the guy that she's dating in mrs mazel season two it's the guy from chuck so if uh, that's the same okay it's, i think his name's like zachary levy or zachary something. quinto no it's not zachary quinto <laughs> no zachary quinto is uh, quinto uh, I, I don't know man oh. but that dude is uh spock, spock. Yeah. yeah yeah it's not the same it, guy. Is spock and chuck not the same guy? No, they don't look anything alike. They don't? <laughs> no. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I watched that. It was pretty decent. I watched, watched some Hot in Time in Hollywood, which was amazing. And then I watched a bunch of other stuff that was pretty mediocre. Hot in t- hot hot Time in Hollywood? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Once the new upon Tarantino. A time. Yeah, one. okay, yeah. Hot. It's a hot, which is it's a, a hot, hot time. It's a hot time, yeah. And that's Brad about Pitt s- almost fucks a minor in that movie, but then he's the good guy, so he doesn't. So he doesn't do it? Yep. But he thought about it. But he thought about so it. So how good of a guy are you really exactly. in the end of the day? Come on, Brad I mean, Pitt. that's as good of a guy as you can be in Hollywood, I guess. Whatever. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered <laughs> in prison. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So anything else you've been... You haven't been playing any video games, probably? Actually, no, I actually traveling. played a good amount of video games. I beat oh. Moonlighter because I brought my Switch. You can beat that game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I beat Moonlighter. That was pretty good. I started playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which is also really good. Donkey Kong. Um, I beat, uh, what's it called? Outer Worlds. Um, uh, which one? Outer Worlds or yes, Wilds? I beat Outer Worlds. The first person sci-fi thing. The Fallout thing. one. Yeah. They're both first person sci-fi things. Fuck. Yeah, but one's a Fallout game. Yeah. And I beat that one and it was pretty good. Cool. And then I played Neo and that is also really good. Neo. Yeah. I thought I won't get into it because I don't get into most like Dark Souls like Yeah, the only one I've really gotten into has been Bloodborne, and I love Bloodborne. But... Bloody born. But yeah, it was really good. What have you been doing? Uh, well, besides crying myself to sleep every mm-hmm. single night in mm-hmm. your absence, mm-hmm. I have been, as you know, recording a guest podcast with our mutual friends. I did listen to that uh, podcast. It very, was a very heady episode. Very, very, yeah. Super successful. It was also like two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was nice. It yep. was very fun. I've been Yeah, po- that was fun. I've been playing Pokemon mm-hmm. Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game is great. I have nice. not. I have not had this much fun with a Pokemon game since uh, Black and White in college. So. Is it still super easy? Yeah, I mean, but uh, there's a thing that I have to say about that. We don't have to get into it right now. But basically, like Pokemon games were never hard. 
I know. They were just inconvenient. That's like, and oh. now it's just like it's just a little bit more convenient. So anyone who's yeah. like anyone who's like, oh, Boogeyman was so much harder. I'm like, it wasn't. No, it, it was, was never hard. It but was that was hard. always my beef with those games is they were never hard, and I yeah. always like wanted them to not be so easy. But in Gen One, Gary would ambush you out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, but if you fucking <laughs> yeah. just spent an hour grinding, yeah. you would just shit over would everybody him, yeah. anyway. So yeah. Yeah, I mean that. But what the fuck ever. It's a, so it's an amazing. It's it's beautiful. I think it's really good to look at in motion. Um, yeah. Uh, some of the, the 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 animations are some of the most expressive I've ever seen. Like nice. when, you, when you Dynamax your Pokemon, your trainer just has so she's got so much vibrant energy. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And like like smiles and then gets like like a you know yeah. what I mean like a serious face and then like does this big shit eating grin as she like chucks the big pokeball over her head. Like it's it's just great. It just yeah. looks great. It feels great to play. The the gym battles are this like the 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 music for it will do this like so the first three of them there'll be like it's like it's like pretty exciting you know what i mean but then yeah. when like when the, the the trainer throws out their last one it's just like dun 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 and then like <laughs> you start hearing these like cheers you know what i mean yeah. in the background from the from the crowd it just feels like energetic in a way that the the that it hasn't in ever actually in the, in the time that i've been playing it also speaking of pokemon i did yeah. also watch on the flight detective pikachu yeah that movie's good that was a good movie that's a good ass movie i was like i, I like you haven't seen it before it. no no oh, wow yeah i like went into it and I, I i wanted to see it in theaters but once yeah. it was out of theaters the hype kind of faded and i right. was like well this is gonna be fine but it was fucking good yeah it's it a was good, a good movie that's a solid film and yeah dare i say sets the Pokemon cinematic universe <laughs> up. Man, I hope so. They did some really cool stuff yeah. with like the the setting and like I really dug the city and yeah. where it was like Pokemon and humans working together and Yep. Uh it's cool. A, a lot less like they they kind of tiptoed around the whole like let's not make dog fighting in like a realistic universe. Let's like actually try and like so they set it in this city where everyone works together and there are no Pokemon battles unless they're underground and illegal. Yeah, though they did make mention that they that they do do it, right? Well, they uh, yeah, but it's all underground and illegal, I think. No, right? In that city, but in the world, I thought that Yeah, in the world still, they do. Yeah, they Pokemon still they battling. still have Pokemon battling. So it was a nice convenient way to like we're not going to show we'll, that. We'll we'll get this, we'll get this, you know, we'll figure out, you know, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll send this to our sensitivity boards and <laughs> Deal figure with the ethics in right. a later film. Yeah, and we'll and we'll figure out, you know, like how we can make this okay yeah you know what i mean like oh no the pokemon like that they 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 like to fight so it makes them feel good (laughs) so and everyone's like oh okay well and also they have no pain receptors or right yeah something like that yeah jerry you got to do some work on this beer you know i'm just i'm just gently but it's slowly sipsing i guess i guess we'll get to it but it's so drinkable it is a a highly it's a highly drinkable beer dan is segueing i am into the next section of our show um and i'm sorry that i i always do this i always make the segues like painfully obvious because you call them segways i call them segways every single time <laughs> so like so this is the segue part this is the, the segue episode. portion i have segue written dan on was my... segueing did everyone notice that now Excuse let me, me introduce the next section uh, ladies and gentlemen uh dan uh, i have segue written on my podcast notes and dan has we have reached that point in the in the podcast yep, exactly yep. where i know and i needed to tell you yeah because so i now, really just need to tell so him, now so. he's informed you and now i wasn't done talking about but since you don't clearly don't give a shit about uh, what i've been doing don't uh, care jerry just, okay just let's move on. move on let's move on to the next section uh this is is the beer section oh this is a yeasty boy um we are drinking what is this dan you want to do what the, 
What the fuck is it? We took a picture of it because this is a mimosa beer from Central yeah. Waters. Yeah. It's called mimosa. So so there's there's a couple themes going on with today. Okay, please. So the I first love it one... when you do a I love it when you do a themed <laughs> a themed episode. This is so good. So the first the first like uh this is a morning podcast, sort of. I mean, I got here in the morning. Now it's like twelve thirty. Still pretty early for drinking though, right? You fucking balk you, you come you come on onto this show and you balk to me about it's early morning, we can't drink beer at eleven. Fuck you. What did I say that? You in you I read between the lines. <laughs> oh, whatever. So I got this mimosa style. <laughs> ale from central waters ale with tangerines added product oh. of amherst wisconsin amherst yeah yeah where is that on a map uh, i have no fucking idea fuck yeah but uh yeah so it's it's pretty tasty it tastes a bit like a i don't know it's, it's like fruity. it doesn't really, it doesn't it's really like, taste like a mimosa but it does look like a mimosa and it tastes fruity we so took, I, that's close enough yeah we right? poured we we got real fancy and we poured it into into yep. like a real champagne glass or yep, yeah wine glasses well not champagne glasses right Correct. champagne glasses are like fluty they're the yeah the fluty ones this is a wine glass fluty ones yeah <laughs> what do you think of the beer i like it actually i was like a lot of times when they make weird, you know, when they try and make beer taste like other things that aren't beer, it can get weird and not good. But this is still definitely a beer. And yeah. I like that about it. It tastes to me like a juicy, hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. It's a, I was kind of not let down. I was hoping that it would be a little bit more. More like champagne. Champagne, but. I don't even know what you would do. I don't know. Overcarb, probably. Yeah, but then, overcarb. But then it would just, it would be more bitter, so you'd have to hop it less or something. You'd also have to make it like really thin so that the like yeah. carving died down in the same way that like champagne Right, yeah, does. like a thin body. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if that would. Do. I don't know if that would work well. But, mm. but either way, I think it's, it's good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice and fruity. They got some good like hop flavor in there. Nice like fruity hop aromas and taste. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so far so good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Tasty. Oh, and uh, the main theme of this episode though is is wine because I'm coming back from France. So these are both okay. like wine themed beers. This one obviously having champagne, and the next one we'll get to oh, in a bit. Oh. Okay. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh. Did you read this no. little splash text? Okay. Read it. A brute. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. A uh, brute pilsner and a New England style IPA mm-hmm. are blended together with tangerines. Uh, the result is an effervescent beer of reminiscent of a mimosa. Cheers. Oh, that's cool. So they even keep the theme yeah, of, bl- of like blending a couple two, two ingredients. Yep. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Very exciting. This is uh, yeah. This is a very drinkable beer. Uh, it's fruity, citrusy, everything uh-huh. you'd expect from a hazy IPA. I mean, I don't really get the brute. Maybe that maybe it's tempering the uh, yeah the body of it a little bit and the hops. Uh, but yeah, it just I guess I don't have like a good a... feel for like brutes. What are they? No idea. Okay, good. They're like a like a pilsner, I think. Some sort of, some... <laughs> I don't think that's right. It says brute pilsner, doesn't it? it? I don't know. Oh. I'll look it up. It does. Brute pilsner. You're gonna look it up right now. Yeah. You'd... Uh, make me stall for something. Um, well, I mean, we can start the like comic section. I think that'll be it'll be whiplash for the for the listeners for the audience. Stan, you can, you gotta think of the audience. <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah, just... What? Let's have a long, nice, awkward pause. Or you could actually like stall like a real person, like a like real, a real fucking like host. a like a, a actual bona fide podcast host. A I, brute I, wine, brute is a sweetness designation of a dry, sparkling wine. Oh, a so oh I think duh, it's yeah, actually wine. It's, yeah, that says brute pilsner. I don't know what that means. Then. So maybe they're meaning like a sweet pilsner. Maybe what the fuck. This is a, this is a mystery that we are unraveling here. Maybe we need to d- dig a little deeper on this. The one thing that I think we're missing is the orange wedge on the on the on the glass. 
kind of a little disappointing on that one. Yeah, that's true. We could have we could have garnished this a bit better. I mean, if we're gonna pull out all the pomp, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which reminds me, I was actually thinking about doing a Christmas episode. Would you be down for that? Where yeah. instead of drinking beer, we like uh, I know that we have a bad history of mixed drinks on this <laughs> on this channel, but uh, I was thinking we could do like um like a mulled wine or like a okay. I, 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 Ooh, we could make some eggnog too. Yeah, I was gonna say you make a you make a killer yeah. eggnog, or like we could make some of that. What's that shit called? Wassel or something? It's like a spiked, it's like a spiked um, apple cider with uh, egg egg white like whipped egg whites folded into it. it sounds is it's, it's pretty good. It seems huh. pretty good. I don't know. Some you know what I mean? Some like warm holiday, hot holiday beverages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We maybe read a couple Christmas themed comic books and you know actually enjoy one another's uh company for the, for the first time yeah that'd be cool i'd yeah. be down and we can just we can do it on christmas day and christmas eve and yes. just cancel all of our plans with our F- families i i mean that's yes yeah. that's the that's the natural end game uh-huh, to this uh-huh, relationship uh-huh. is that we become each other's families yes <laughs> and only each other and only each other isolation is the key D- dan so you're still i think i know okay, I think okay I know. You, you've you've been researching this whole time yeah good so I think a brute like IPA. I, it sounds like they just—it's kind of a misnomer. They just try and make it uh, kind of like effervescent. Okay. And yeah, they just yeah overcarb, and then they just like call it a brute or something. I don't know. That's the best I can do right now. At least. Perfect. You've yeah. done—you've done an amazing job. Thank you, Uncle Gary. And an amazing job on this segment, which means it's time to transition into the real topic. Another. Brilliant segue, thank you, Jerry. Damn it, Dan! This one was gonna be this one was gonna be a real. This was gonna be a real segue. By saying you're transitioning to a the segue, transition a real segu. Um, the books are behind me. Perfect know, this is placement. Not 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 an ideal spot for them to be. Uh-huh. Um, but we're gonna talk about comic books, and before we talk about comic books, this is a spoiler warning, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I, don't get out I, of I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Seems a bit aggressive. This is a this is your spoiler warning, friend. Uh, uh, we're gonna spoil. Dan. We're gonna spoil these books. Yeah, we are. Uh, it's nothing personal. No, it's just the it's just the natural thing. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna to begin today with DC. Uh, we've got Aqualad, number fifty four, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, with art by both Robson Roca and Jesus Marino, Daniel Enrique, Vincent Sifuente on inks, Sonny Go on colors, and Clayton Cowles on letters. Yes. This is Aquaman, Year of the Villain, Black Mantas, <laughs> uh, which they is... They had to shoehorn it in there. It's a bit of a mouthful, but thankfully, this doesn't seem to have anything to do with the... Or at the very least, it's extremely tangentially yeah. related to the Year of the Villain, which is an ongoing DC event right now that I just cannot be fucked to give a no. shit about at no. all. It's Lex Luthor doing some bullshit i don't know it's he, fine he supposedly died and left a bunch of money or like other valuable things in boxes for supervillains around the world it is just so confusing because like there's a vent leviathan running concurrently to yeah. year of the villain yeah and they're both these kind of like shadow ops and it's kind of all also going in with like the whole batman who laughs thing yeah, it's too much. It's, it's way too, too much. It's too much for me to give a shit about, and it's ruining all the books that I fucking like. Yeah, I you know. know what I mean, like like ugh. Aquaman. Well, th- it didn't. It didn't ruin it. Thankfully, it didn't ruin it. I mean, y- it's Aquaman. It's less at, good at some IMO, but... at some point. You're you're gonna see Black Manta show mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is an is you know it's Black Manta. You know he's mm-hmm. mad. You killed my dad. Yep. Uh, and, and now I'm gonna kill my son to show you. I'm, yeah, and then I, now I'm gonna kill my son. 
Because, like you do. Because I am... <laughs> I just, okay, yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand this guy. He's like, he's like, he made an AI version of his dad and then killed him. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, son, you know, I, I really don't think you should do that. He's like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> AI, rewrite my dad. He's like, warning, warning. Uh, doing this will make me no longer your father. He's like, fine, fine, fine. Fuck you, dad. Fuck you, dad. So now robots like less of his dad, but still is like. And wait. now he also programmed the robot to have his not his robo dad call him what he called his dad when he was a child, which we learned about through flashbacks. Captain. Captain. Yeah. Captain. Yeah. There's a lot of like weird, I don't know, not Oedipal, but like whatever the patriarchal version of that is. Yeah, I think that might be Oedipus because he, well, I mean, except for, yeah, you're right. But you doesn't the, I mean? the son wants to kill the it's father? It's like if the son wanted to fuck his dad instead of his mom. Or does that's it? That's what we're dealing with here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is some, well, some, wow, damn, that's, you're really unpacking this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Black Manta is in Cape Cod or something. I don't know what, some fictional, some fictional, you know, East coast town wreaking havoc. Um, he's got a big, like a Gundam. Yep. A big Black Manta Gundam. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he's luring Aquaman to the land by killing civilians and, you know, Aquaman's like, I won't let you stop. And he's, he almost glasses him. I don't know exactly what happens <laughs> then you get this fucking flashback because his son shows up aqualad shows up to yeah. be like well i don't you can't kill aquaman and then uh <laughs> and then he's like i'll tell you i'll tell you what son fucking your Aqu- aquaman's a monster and he killed my <laughs> he dad killed your grandpa he killed your grandpa and now i'm gonna kill you and it's just it's fucking <laughs> fucking weird doesn't that make sense there there were i did like this comic for as much I as i really sh- like the end of this yeah comic. for as much as i'm shitting on it yeah. um there were there was there the, the flashbacks i thought were good yeah me you, too you get a good you get a good part of um the dad or grandpa i guess in this case taking coins out of a well and basically being like you know some you get some insight into mm-hmm. him you know and it, it, it's cool and he's not a bad guy i mean it's kind of shitty to take you know what i mean but it's pragmatic i mean he wasn't a bad guy he kind of is now he kind of yeah became a bad guy well the dad did the grandpa did eventually well they both did yeah they both grandpa did, right. and yeah i would argue that probably current black manta is the worst of the of the two yeah i mean like he killed his even 70 tried to kill his son even 70 percent robot 30 yeah. percent dad was like bruh yeah <laughs> what are bruh, you please bro what are you doing your own son yeah he killed he's like killing his own robo dad well i don't know he's being mean to his robo dad he's being real mean to his robo dad and he tried to kill his son so it's it's not great yeah he's not he's not doing well um the big the big end reveal that i really liked was yeah. uh what's the fuck is his name i don't know so some he was some crazy issues ago some crazy cthulhu guy yeah who was lost at sea and came back just like you and get he, an awesome page turn where he's walking out of the sea and he's like he's got a, a fucking kaiju with him <laughs> it's dope. No, he is the kaiju well, and doesn't he like surround himself with kaiju? I thought that was his power. Like he's a human, and he because remember in that a few no, he is ago, the he is the kaiju. He is the big really yes. He is the big thing. So like you see, <laughs> it's funny. Like Mara's like, don't walk away, Manta, and Manta's like, try and stop me. And the last like 
thing is him walking out of the water being like, I believe I will. And then he just, like, you get a fucking awesome. And then Aquaman's great for this because you always get these amazing two-page yeah. spreads of just this fucking and they, hulking. They do such a good job drawing the sea monsters. Yeah, sea beast just coming out of the brine. Uh-huh. And Manta's like, oh, fuck. So we're getting, like, a, you know what I mean? We're getting a reverse kaiju versus gigantic yep. mech fight where the yep. kaiju's actually the good guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I'm cool. definitely more into the, the sea, next yeah. issue. The Aquaman at its best, when it when it's at its best, it's when it's doing the weird sea yeah, shit. Like, exactly. Remember the mother shark? Yep. You know what I mean? Like that yep. kind of just. And like that was my always my problem with like bringing black yeah, bringing back Black Manta. Bringing back Black Manta because it's like he's so much less interesting than giant sea creatures. Am I right? You're right. You're absolutely yeah. correct. And if like Aquaman, if Kelly Sue DeConnick just wants to write Aquaman doing like weird sea shit, yeah, here for it. I think that they probably will. I think this is just like DC's editorial was yeah. like, you gotta get black. You gotta, you gotta get, get black. black it's the year of the villain, it's guys. The year of the villain. Didn't we gotta get, get the, the villain. Scott Snyder's vision. <laughs> we have to have the black manta who laughs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. We'll get there. The Mara who laughs. Oh Christ! What happens if Mara gave birth and the baby was a the baby was a fucking the baby who laughed? The baby comes baby out with like laughs. fucking kiss. The fucking, aqua lad who laughs. Yeah, the the Mara's baby comes out with fucking kiss paint all over its face, and he's just like, ha, ha, ha. I would be like, I would like stop, shut the comic. And yeah, then, and then walk into the swamp in my backyard <laughs> and just drown myself. We're, we're referring to uh, so the Batman who laughs is like a mashup of Batman and the Joker, which for some reason exists, and uh, it's really dumb. But it's like invading the whole DC universe, and it can turn other people into Joker hybrids. Wow! Very just good. to catch everyone up, that's a very good summation of the Batman whomst. <laughs> Whomst does laugh. Uh, I am flipping through our next book, Dan, which is Batman number 83, written by Tom King with art by Michael Janin, Jordi Belair on the colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letter. And I'm realizing as I flip through this that this was not a great week for comic books. You just realized that? <laughs> well, you know, I started high. I read Money Shot number two, which we'll talk about earlier. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I just, I think I blacked out after that. I, I don't remember reading any of these. But I now was that like I'm all excited it, this morning. I'm like, I'm going to go read all some bunch of comics with my old pal Gary. And then, and you, then, then, I, and then I handed you the list and you're like, oh no. And you're like, hey, hey, Dan, you want to read like the Supergirl who laughs and Tom <laughs> King's vision for the last two issues? of fucking Batman. Tom King and Scott Snyder joining <laughs> for the sad Batman who fights the Batman who laughs. laughs. Could you imagine? And the Batman who laughs is actually his dad or <laughs> Alfred or both. The Alfred who laughs. The Alfred who laughs. Oh, they would no. totally do that. <sighs> so here we go. This you wanna, is City you know, uh, of take Bane. A, and... take, a stab, take a stab at Batman. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. I want to read, I wanna read the, uh, the, the thing that we wrote this on because it's funny. Oh, okay. This is Batman number fifty or fifty-three. Oh, Could yeah. you imagine? Number eighty-three. Please make it stop part seventeen of twenty-three. <laughs> it's correct. I was. Is... I had to. I had to read it because I thought that was pretty funny. It is Damn, funny. take a stab. The All Dark Knight right. Rising. The Dark Knight has risen. So that. So when last we left Batman? Yeah. Please explain. He, he was shot. Was shot by his dad from an alternate universe. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when breaking that happens? Bane's back. Now he's come to with no bullet holes <laughs> in his house, sit alone, sitting across from dead Alfred for no reason. Is it okay? Help me explain. Is is this Thomas Wayne trying to be like, trying to be like, you killed Alfred, and this has been a dream the whole time? 
Yeah. Again? I, was yeah. the last one another dream? It doesn't. Don't think about because it. Because he doesn't wear his bullet wounds. If you think about it, Tom King wins. Dan, I thought about it. You have I'm to thinking about it right now. ignore the inconsistencies uh, and dismiss them as obvious bullshit. Because that uh, is exactly... It's like... so. And as we've discussed previously, he was going to go through 100 issues. And this is issue number 85. This is a mercy. He quit early or he got fired early. Both are equally plausible <laughs> because this is straight trash. And like, I, I feel like he just had, you know, a few issues partially finished and they were totally out of order. And he just threw them all in there anyways. And it's like, ah, they'll figure it out. They'll get the gist. And none of this makes any sense. So Alfred's dead. Why? Uh, just like no they they killed alfred to be the it's shock value alfred was alfred was supposed to be the uh they were trying to convince bruce wayne that he killed alfred yeah but i mean but it doesn't why break the bat's back when you can break his brain his his brain his his will (laughs) it's like yeah what what yeah that's been the whole theme of this is just like what if we we beat batman by instead of beating him you take everyone who loves him and then somehow unexplained turn them all against him and like that was so what was so fucking dumb catwoman like the last issue she was fighting bane and they were having like fun banter and now she like apparently has betrayed him for his because maybe the last issue was a dream again or something and and like all of his other bat fam is also around and also betrayed him apparently but remember the last issue all the bat fam was like unconscious on the floor because they got beat up by bane yeah what's happening it doesn't that's what i'm saying it doesn't fucking make any sense and also it was really gross when like his dad says i've got your woman yeah it's like that's pretty misogynistic and also doesn't make any sense tom king for having written such a good barda he has some issues writing women sometimes yeah what the fuck like this like not only is it like gross but none of this makes any sense <laughs> and it's terrible it's so bad it has been an absolute chore to read <laughs> batman for so the past bad. for the past year but, i want to say yeah for real but ever we're since only the, two issues away so we have to ride it out i'm right? thinking i'm thinking of like honestly the point where tom king's batman turned for me was the wedding issue yeah it just went that was real so- there were some there were some glimmers of hope every now and then like the the um lee weeks run yeah. with um where it was just in a courtroom yeah. but even that one yeah it didn't stick the landing it like it was a good idea a, yeah it was really interesting but then it became this like weird david and goliath right biblical thing and at the it end, and ended it was like, in, in like a total just fucking whimper like nothing happened and yeah. then they just moved on to the next thing and also this is called city of bane bane has been like barely in this at yeah. all it's all about his fucking bat dad from a dumb alternate universe i don't know what's happening this is fucking terrible <laughs> i fucking hate this oh god i wonder so bad. i have a couple theories i have a couple theories on why this is so bad i have two okay which is a couple throw them on me well first one is that and i think we've talked about this on the show before that like tom king is a good writer in six to twelve issues yeah i don't think that a 100 issue run of a <laughs> of a bi-monthly so t- twice in one yeah. month thing really plays to his strengths no. um, as a writer. And then also, so that's theory number one. Yeah. Which in the, both I of think these, that's pretty plausible. Both of these could, For sure. could exist in tandem. Uh-huh. And the fact that, okay, so Thomas Wayne is super featured heavily in this. Yeah. And he is part of the multiverse crisis that was supposed to be like a huge 
deal. A huge deal with Doomsday Clock. Yeah. But then the creative hands changed with Jeff Johns. And I wonder if Tom King had to scrap like the back end of his like 100 issue run and was basically just like, you guys got to fuck me a little. You know what I mean? So I I, I almost wonder the the fact that he's still using Thomas Wayne is just so baffling because like he's 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 like a he's like defunct now at this point. Like Mm -hmm. the DC universe has shifted entirely away from that that line, that yep. kind of like idea that these realms are crossing over. And yet here we are yeah. still talking about it, still acting like it's relevant when it's, when it's fucking not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God, please make he, it stop. He might've just been shafted with like, and I, I doubt this is the case, but like maybe, you know, they brought Thomas Wayne in when they were going to do like a bigger crossover event. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got to do something with him. Cause he's in the fucking, yeah. you know, earth 30, 42, whatever right. the main earth is. So I guess you got to deal with it, Tom King. But he, I mean, he could have written him out like at any point in the yeah, last yeah, yeah. like not twenty. A, issues. It's not to excuse the I don't know, the I don't know how to describe it. It's just a it's just an apathy. I, I, that's, yeah, that's what really like comes off to me. Yeah, like in this issue, in this issue alone, we have two separate poems being quoted. Yeah. I feel like Batman is Tom King right now, and he's just in a fucking hole of despair and just, like, feels like everyone's beating on him or something. Because we are, honestly, because it's bad. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe there's something And it hasn't been good, and there was always this glimmer of hope. I remember when he announced that that he was only going to be doing 85. You remember I was optimistic. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, maybe now we just get the good stuff. We get mm-hmm. everything his kind of end game. But. but I think you're right, honestly. I think you're totally right about him being much better in small formats. Because like even Heroes in Crisis was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't think it stuck the landing, but like front to back, it was pretty decent yeah. at least. And uh, That's I mean, his passion. War of Jokes and Riddles yep. was amazing, and Mr. Miracle was amazing. And all of those are very like specific settings, specific like... Uh, I don't know, like setting things Vin- up. Vignettes almost. Yeah. They're each of their own little self-contained. Like if you think about the War of Jokes and Riddles, it was <laughs> This is fucking funny. But this is like this is like Batman's post coital confession to Catwoman. Yeah. Like, he's like, just come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like rolls off <laughs> and it's just like, Do you want to hear about the darkest time in my life? And Which it, is the most fucking Batman yeah, and, and, thing to and, do and ever. And she's like, Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> she signed up for it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so it's this like flashback, which is its own self-contained little mini universe, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. he's very good at like making those creative situations and having things play off it's each al- other. But it's almost like he's it, the, the first twenty-five issues of his run was almost like he was writing individual graphic novels. Yeah, but he just didn't have the steam to keep that going at, yeah. at this breakneck pace. Yeah, so for sure, of course, you know. Um, but yeah, so two two issues left. It, none of it makes sense, and it's all bad. <laughs> nothing makes sense. Nothing <laughs> matters. Uh, that's what the boys at iFanboy say. Yeah, this is not great. Nope. Uh, next book. Next book. Moving on to something just as bad. <laughs> oh, this one's so good. No, uh, here. Can we take a beer break? We should take a beer break. We got one more book. Can we uh, do one more book? Fine. That's half of the books. We got a three and three. Fine. Fine. We also have a bonus beer, though. Don't forget about that. Bonus beer. Maybe yeah. we'll drink the bonus beer and I'll dig out a bargain bin. Bonus, bonus beers, beers and bargain, bargain bins. Bonus beers and bargain bins. For the boys. For the boys. Okay. The big boys. Sounds good. Big boys, bargain bins, and bonus and beers. Bonus beers. Uh, we have Supergirl number 36, written by Mark Andreco with art by Eduardo Penseca, who I will say yep. seems to be making strides. 
Yeah. Remember? Because he kind of sucked. Yeah, when you're he right. Took over, he was bad at the beginning. Not super great, but he's gotten much better. Yeah, it's not. He's, the, the art is the least of this issue's worries. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, Julio Ferreira on the inks. Chris Sotomayor. Oh, and maybe Julio Ferreira is helping a lot. I know yeah. inkers can do a lot of Yeah, that's true. Can do a lot of good. That's true. Chris Sotomayor on colors and Tom Napolitano mm-hmm. on the letters. Supergirl has been infected. Ladies and gentlemen, Supergirl's been infected by nanites. Uh, uh, Brainiac is trying to take over. Well, yes, he's commanding her body to do things. Uh, he's commanding her to do things that, that that it wants, that the Brainiac wants. It's, it's trying to glean information from her while okay, wrapping better. its tendrils no, around no, no, uh, no, okay. Okay, around <laughs> her, uh, you know, making her submit. To its uh, wit- no, no, still not good, <laughs> still not great. It's invaded her body. <laughs> is that is that right? Perfect. It's yeah, penetrated. Okay. It, it. Um. Uh. So she she's being controlled by Brainiac, who's injected her with a bunch of nanites. To- or is she being controlled? Wait, no, but she is currently. And then she goes off to fight. She's like, oh no, the Batman who laughs is here. And so she goes off to fight uh, <laughs> Hawkman, who's been infected by the Batman who laughs and. Uh, <laughs> In the meantime, is trying to save Superman, uh, so she grabs a batarang uh, that that was hurled at her, or at him, cuts her hand and goes, oh, I'll worry about that later, Ugh. immediately vomits up a bunch of green shit. In g- a really graphic gr- panel. Gross way. Really uh, gross. And then gets taken over by the Batman who lasts, <laughs> and she gets she gets a bunch of kiss makeup, uh, somehow Ugh. changes her, her, she's her in, armor. Her yeah, armor her changes. Her armor changes. She literally gets the kiss makeup. Yeah, it's on her really face bad. with a with a with the with the Joker cut, the Joker scar Ugh. across her lips, and she's like, "Oh, I am invigorated. Finally, I get to fight for myself instead of being uh, anxious all the time." And then so she she basically trades one infection, mind altering, yeah, uh, succumbing Nanobots. to succumbing to weakness for another, and then goes <laughs> and melts melts Brainiac one. Uh, and and it's just like can Scott Snyder please be stopped? I don't know. I don't want this. I don't want any of this. Women I'm, not being in control of their bodies is the theme for this issue. Yep, and it's it's really but yeah under this weird pretense of like being liberated. Too. Yeah, it's oh my god, this is fucking terrible. It's vile, it's so bad. It's horrible, but the art has gotten much better, and it's also so like cheesy. Like not only like when she turns into like the Supergirl who laughs, she looks like a fucking joke. Like yeah. she looks, yeah, like a fucking she's kiss got, member. She's got studs on her on her like outfit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I DC's metal was a boring ass event. It sucked. It was two years ago. Please just let it go. <laughs> I'm at my wits fucking end with this, Dan. Yeah, I can't like, do this how anymore. How can they keep bringing it? Who's asking for this? No one. Who the fuck is no asking No one's asking for, for this? this, Dan. I don't know what it's to like, do. What if we put studs on everyone's costumes and made them, made them all jokery because the Joker's dark and popular? I just hey, remember the eighties. I don't remember know. the eighties. I don't Jerry. know back when comic books were good. And but like, also the Joker isn't like weird, like hot topic goth like like these fucking guys are. I mean, he kind of he's a little bit hot topic goth. Not usually. Usually he wears like a purple suit. Oh, and I like thought a, you meant the Batman who laughs. Oh, he's hot topic. He's goth. hot. I was like, I was like, Dan, he's got a he's got a blindfold made of spikes. Dan. So it's like I, none of this makes sense. Like even costume choices like, are just. Like, it's all bad. When metal was going to be this like 
12 issue self-contained thing yeah. being like okay and i like, see sure. i see what you're doing you're an old guy in your fucking late 40s yeah. you love the 80s whatever yeah. it's fine as yeah. long as it stays contained it has been two years yeah since metal came out and, and i didn't even like bleeding. metal that much and it's mm-hmm. still in infe- it's infecting yeah. all of the fucking books at literally DC. literally literally infecting. and figuratively <laughs> I hate it. It's so DC is doing some amazing things right now with the with the dark with a black label. Black label. Imprint. Why and didn't the, they put it in black label? Would have made so much sense. I don't. I just get it the fuck out, yeah. man. DC editorial staff, get it, get it out. I don't want any of this. Yeah, I don't care Who? where you put it. Well, it jokes on me. I was gonna say, who's buying this? Yeah, me, you. I'm a fucking, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. But like, DC's doing some really really cool shit with like the Hill House comics. They're yeah, just, they're exploring some stuff. But then this. Every mainline DC book is like you gotta fucking if you want Supergirl you gotta get get on get you, in the bus. You're got if you want Supergirl she's gonna Ugh. be wearing kiss makeup and she's gonna have some studs in her fucking costume, Jerry. Please just remember when we were so excited because like Supergirl changed creative hands. They yeah. had some good art. She, she was went going out on an adventure to find answers with crypto. Yep. yep. And now it's just all fucking bullshit. <laughs> It's, it's all, all it's all bullshit. Batman who laughs. Oh my yeah. god, it drives me insane. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think we need a beer break. Yeah, we need a beer break. Lady. We need a beer break and to get on to some better fucking comics. There's there are better comics. There are right, better Jerry? comics this week. There are <laughs> these were definitely the two worst, right? Yeah, we got we're it's we're on the we we've rock bottomed. Yeah, we've rock bottomed at this yep. point. There's, there's nowhere there's, to go but up. There's nowhere to go but up, and we've got uh, Dial H for Hero. Yep, coming up, Immortal okay. Hulk, and then Money Shots. So okay, good. There's good. a light We're at the end the of this. <laughs> There's a light at we the end of this. We don't need to cancel tunnel. the podcast yet. Ugh. Jesus fucking Christ, man. All right, beer break. <sighs> well, Dan, we have purged those books <laughs> from our bodies, and I've purged all of my negative emotions, my chakras. Are aligned. Jerry is Jerry is Zen once again. Zen from mouth to Dang anus. <laughs> I am aligned. <laughs> ah, feels good. You know, it was good to expel. And I, dear yeah. dear listeners, I apologize. That was uh, months of. <laughs> it's m- a lot of buildup. A lot of buildup, and the catharsis of me being able to air it all out. Yep. In a in, in a, a safe, public format, a public <laughs> safe forum. Yep. You know, you you guys are my rocks. <laughs> Yep. Uh, you know, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, that's the end of the show. We're back with a new brew and a new attitude and a new lease on life. New frankly. lease on life. Dan, would you like to talk about Bubbles? A rose I ale. Would. By Ryan Geist, since he made. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think since he made is the tagline more than the name of the brewery, but you never know. This is a rose ale in keeping with yep. the tradition on this episode the of tra- being. <laughs> wine themed is that a tradition it is as of the beginning of this episode okay to drink wine themed beers and the tradition will end at the end of this at the end of this once we drink our bonus so beer. it'll happen only once uh, yes correct <laughs> well, uh, damn fine this is the second of two wine based ales commemorating my trip to europe it's where pretty I fucking selfish of you to to, yep. to frame the entire to, to theme the entire episode about your travels i mean i think i always theme the episode about me because that's you know, sometimes i feel like you do like the wintry you know like you'll pull up some you know some pumpkin bullshit because it's yeah. spooky times yeah. you know 
But I mean, in the end, it's all it's all about Danny Mac. We got to get <laughs> it is. I remember last year around Christmas, you brought that spiced ginger thing. Do you remember that? Uh, no. Okay. Wow. Great. Cool. Uh, you want to talk about this beer? <laughs> um, oh, this, the, 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 the opposite of a yes man. I, I mean, what am I supposed to say? Yes, I remember that thing I don't remember. Yes, and I don't actually remember. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is Ryan Heights, I think, Ryan Geist um, Bubbles Rosé Ale. Ale made with apple, peach, and cranberry. And it tastes fucking exactly like a rosé. How they do this shit, Jerry? Yeah, um... It doesn't even say anything about being aged in like wine barrels or yeah. anything. <clears throat> what I think, it, well, yeah, I, 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 roses typically aren't aged. I don't think they're like a sweeter wine, right? Yeah, but I mean, if they, you know, a lot of beers when they're trying to imitate wine, they age them in wine barrels. Yeah, I, I, I mean? what I think is very interesting is like this is proving to me that you like, okay, you know when like on a wine, it like hits its flavor notes and it's like apples peach and cranberries and you're like it just tastes like fucking rosé yeah asshole this yeah is literally made with apple peach yeah. and cranberry and tastes, and tastes like a rosé like so i guess those people so aren't who's crazy. the asshole me I guess, it's I guess me it's are. me it's me it's me no it's me too I'm, I'm the same way um but yeah this is pretty good i think it like it's it, very juicy and i'm worried i'm gonna rush it down and yeah. like no time at all because yeah. it's 6.3 percent which is oh really yeah which is yeah, crazy it's, to me. A, little, it's, little it's a little high it's not too bad but yeah um but it, yeah it is if you inhale it so they said that ryan heights uh i looked it up on their website quick and i think it means like something pretty literal it's like brewing district or something because in because they literally uh, built the brewery in a historic brewing district in Cincinnati. What is what is Ryan? Uh, I don't know. So here's the my other question. Like I know Ryan Heitzkabout is uh the old German beer law that said that beer had to be made with flour or not with wow with uh those Germans were experimental with hops, water, and barley only. And if you added oh. any more than that, it was illegal. Wow. Um, which is kind of hilarious if it has any history in that because this is the opposite of fucking yeah <laughs> right does about this laws, does right? this have any does this have any oh yeah that's funny that's like a little yeah wow you, that's a little, great little tidbit oh, thanks thank god we have you thank, thank god. god we have you on the uh, on the on the podcast yep. um i'm trying to figure out if this has any grain in it or if it's it has to it has to it says it's an ale because then it wouldn't be an ale right hmm. but yeah i'm i mean it that's what I'm thinking too, and it's like, is it sour? Is it made with sour yeast? It's got to be, right? There's a little tartness a little there, bit. unless unless the tartness is coming from the cranberry. I'm very perplexed by this. It's it's a perplexing, and that's what I like. I like getting a beer that I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is it? It's definitely of the, I don't know, what you call it, lambic. Yeah, it's, a, it's in the in that class of uh-huh. a fruit, a very fruit forward yeah. beer fruit to say to say beer. the least maybe sour maybe but right that tartness i think could be coming judging by the the color could be coming from the cranberry yeah because it's it's very it's it's rosé colored you know what i mean and, yeah and peach and apple kind of would only lend like a beer beery right beerish color and how how dark red this is I'm, I'm i'm going to guess if i had to guess i think it's pretty cranberry rich yeah yeah which, which would lend that tartness to it i think yeah, I don't know if it's sour or not. I don't know either, man. But yeah, the, I, I, I definitely don't get much peach. I get some apple. Yeah, um, that's the thing, though. But you it, don't, it you don't think together. you don't think yeah. you get a peach. Like like I said, you don't think you get peach. Right. But then maybe. But if the fuck, peach was gone, 
when when they all blend together, it makes new it makes yeah. f- new flavors that are actually old flavors. Yeah, which is weird. It's just weird. Yeah. What a, what I, a time to be alive. Yeah, I will say that like I don't know maybe <laughs> what a like time to be alive. <laughs> I will say that like as a beer, I think it's probably like decent to good, but like as something that's Im- as a beer imitating a rosé, yeah. it's fucking astonishing I mean, yeah. that they were able to create this. What do I always say on this podcast? I say, if you put it on the fucking can, it, uh-huh. it better conjure up yeah. the thing that you say that it is. Like, this is like the closest that I've ever seen any beer come to its target on this, though. Right. right? Like, how, how many times do you get do you get like a peanut butter and jelly porter and then it's just a fucking porter? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, okay, maybe there's some sweetness there. Maybe there's yeah. a little bit of jammy notes, but it's not peanut butter and jelly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is a, a rosé ale that looks... The yeah. part tastes the part and smells the part. It's yeah. fu- it's fucking amazing. Yeah, like not like not not from like not from a pure taste right. standpoint, but from like but like from the fact that they were able to make a rosé yeah. with these ingredients and yeah. no grapes. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> That's man. insane. Yeah, it's it's very cool. So uh, hats off to you, Rheingeist, since uh, he made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> full name uh, of the brewery. For, full name of the brewery, as we as we all know. Um, you guys did a hell of a job making this making this little thing. Like, it's not something that I would uh, normally order a, at, at the bar. No, you know, it's not really my style. But like, I I'm gonna give credit where credit to due. Yep. Like t- from a technical level. Yeah. This pretty kills it. Impressive. There's no way. Like, how long would it take you? or me to make this we, i don't i i'm convinced i could never do it yeah like, to, to get the to, to get, get the clarity get like this exact right, the clarity there's no off flavors mm-hmm. there's no off flavors it's clean yep it's perfectly carbonated yep doesn't leave any head you know what it's i mean it's not really malt forward it's not it, hop it's forward not. it's just like yeah very impressive yeah very like technically amazing yeah absolutely like i'm i'm like i'm not even being i'm not even being flip when i say that it's like a like a true testament to the craft yeah right like they've made something yeah insane i can't imagine the fucking like labbing that they would have to do on this to like get the levels of everything exact yeah i don't know i want to yeah i want to taste some of their like they're like failures yeah you know what i mean like with like oh this is not quite right yeah very cool very cool very cool very cool well, shall we get going with some hopefully better comics, Jerry? Yeah. Well, like we said before, we left for the break. Like, there's really no way that no, no, it can't no, get worse. It can't get worse. It yeah. can't get worse. No. We could have said that after Batman, though, right? Like, yeah. Well, at least the next book coming back, you know, couldn't get, couldn't possibly. Well, be worse. I mean, but take which a look one? at that cover of Supergirl. <laughs> you knew it was going to be bad. Which one could? Which one was worse? Do you think Supergirl was worse than Batman, or do you think Batman was worse than Superman? I think Supergirl was worse. I think Batman was worse, but only because of the context. Because it's yeah. been so bad for so long. The Batman did make me feel like one feeling of like, ooh, Alfred Bruce feels. Yeah, know? it's cheap. And the, it, I know. That's so and then I, I just stuffed that back down inside down. of me. I'm like, get down. This is not earned. Yeah, I just see, I see like fucking inner Dan being drowned yeah. by outer <laughs> Dan. I mean, like, stop. Stop it. Stop, stop it. Stop blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. And then the bubbles just stop. Yep, you know yep, what I mean? Yep. And now this is the new me. This is the new you. You've done Untouched it. Untouched by Alfred dying. Untouched. Calloused. We fucking might even say. stupid. If they don't bring Alfred back, if he died for this fucking cheap bullshit this is fucking fuck that comic let's move on <laughs> all right uh this is the last dc book for this week we've got dial h for hero number nine written by sam humphreys yep art by joe quinone quinone yep which is like the it's the name of that stuff that's in uh 
taught a quinine, right? <laughs> like quinine or whatever. Quinine. It's a quinone, right? Quinine. 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 I think it's an I. Is it quinine? Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. Damn. So close. I mean, it's pretty close though. Uh, Jordan Gibson on colors and Dave Sharp sharply lettering this book. <laughs> uh, so we're checking in on Dial H for Hero, which sees Miguel and oh god, I'm an asshole for not remembering her name. Yep. Shit. Summer. Miguel and Summer, uh, they they are driving a mayo truck, a mayo food truck, <laughs> cr- cross country. They're driving it from from uh, what is ostensibly L.A., I think. I think so. To ostensibly New York. Yeah. Right? So so cross country trip. called Mayo Madness, right? In, in the food truck, Mayo Madness, which serves <laughs> mayo-themed food for all the fat slobs across the country. You know, they could have they should have just stopped yeah, in the just Midwest. Yeah, stopped in the Midwest. And, and just, and just, just made, stayed here. Just yeah. stayed there, yeah. Uh, and so th- what they're, they're, the whole goal is they're pr- trying to bring the MacGuffin, which is the um, the H One of the dial. H dial. But we found out that there's, there's multiple. multiple H dials. And when you assemble them all, all the Dragon Balls come together and summon Shenron. Then Goku can resurrect Krillin. And then Goku can resurrect Krillin for the eighth fucking time. And... Goku, I don't feel so good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're only here to explode so that I feel bad about myself so that I can power up and defeat the bad guy, Krillin. And then also to explode inside Android 18. Yeah. And create a baby. Oh, yeah. True. True. <laughs> Amen. Do they ever have a kid? Yeah, they do. Nice. Yeah. Way to go, little man. Way to go, dude. Uh, So they are bringing the H-Dial to Metropolis where Superman can protect them. Found out Miguel's gay. Right, that's yep. a that's a new is that's it, new for us. Is that's new for us. So we we like Maybe I said we're checking in. I, I don't think that we have. Um, I feel like we've pulled like every other issue. We we Maybe we every third issue. We were pretty religious about it for the first like four or five, I think, and then we kind of fell off. And so okay. I think this is our first time checking in since like issue number five. It was a nice little recap thing. Yeah, I thought this was a good. Point this is good. To good hop book. back in. Oh yeah, I, I mean, a true comic book author will always do this. Will always yep. make it so that you can just pick yep. this shit up and go. Yep. Um, it was. It was good. I like yeah, this. it was good. It uh, was, once uh, again, it shows a variety of different art styles. So big, yeah. big shout out to the artist. Uh, what is his name? Sam Humphreys. Is that it? Uh, yes, right. No, no. Joe, Joe, Joe Queen, 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 oh, Joe, Quine, Joe Queen owns. Uh, is is gets to this would be a really fun book. I feel like to to draw as an artist because mm-hmm. you get to showcase like a bunch of different yeah. uh, styles. So like them just running around as kids is distinctly different than them being superheroes which yeah. is distinctly different than these weird little yeah you caught it what what's the name of the guy oh little yeah splash so, pages yeah they have like splash pages and like usually they i don't know and i feel like in the past they were only doing the splash pages when the superheroes were coming out but in this one it's like even when the superheroes aren't out they're still switching art styles which i'm here for it's still yeah cool. for sure um but yeah it was i i was very happy i caught this because it was uh the super indie comic that but like one of the most popular critically acclaimed indie comics called Jimmy Corrigan the smartest kid on earth. Um it's very depressing. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people, but it is very well done. Nice. Um but they pull the art style from that and show, and put it in here and there's also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thrown in there. Um I, would I think s- those were the two main ones. Scooby Doo. Right? Scooby Doo oh, for Scooby-Doo? sure. Yeah. For sure with this guy. Oh. He even says like j- like zoinks and jinkies and shit. Oh um, yeah, I, I guess yeah, I guess so. Or, well, it, he wasn't Scooby Doo themed though. He I was like capitalism themed. <laughs> yeah, no, he he was not Scooby Doo themed. He was yeah. just a so he was the early adopter who was just basically roasting people who like 
they're early they're early adopters quite literally yeah. so that's what that's the phrase for them is that they're the people that are so in love with tech yeah. and technology that they're yeah. like willing to like buy the htc vive when yeah you know what i mean like you have to plug <laughs> it into a gas powered generator you know what i mean that's like yeah should be funneled outside but like some of these people yep. don't know it and it pumps a bunch of carbon monoxide in yep. the basement and they fucking die like yep. jerking it to some fucking vr porn you know what i mean like <laughs> yep totally that's evocative image uh so yeah he's the early adopter and his entire power is that he has a bunch of gadgets that don't work yeah and it, it was funny that it was, was fucking funny, funny. like yeah. he just has a bunch of gadgets that don't work and he gets beat up <laughs> so he what he, he dials up so this is miguel's this is miguel's thing he dials the he dials the fucking z dial or something nah, i don't know this the is blue the blue one, one is the one that's supposed to awaken your true inner yeah. hero <laughs> and he becomes this like capitalist fucking it, like slave idiot idiot kid and he like tries to like pick a fight with this guy who's mean to him at work and yeah. then none of his gadgets work and then he gets beat up by him it's fucking yeah that was funny. that was funny uh and then thankfully summer, like, why am i not super miguel <laughs> thankfully uh summer shows up as her persona lolo, lolo kick, kick you, you which is she's great yeah I mean, she's great super she was in like the first she's got the kiss she's issue. got the kiss makeup too but she but it what? looks good but it works yeah. it works for her. also i liked how they did like the 80s kind of haze around her like she's kind of like blurry in like an old school like 80s tv show kind of yeah, way she's got the glow yeah and like everyone else is like very boldly Sharp. drawn. yeah yeah, yeah the, definitely there's cool. a, there's, they do a really cool thing where like on one page you have three distinct art styles yeah. as these three kind of like callbacks to different villains or mm-hmm. whatever i think this this might be like a real deep dive because this is the teenage mutant ninja turtles drawn in a way that i've literally never seen before oh no that is uh how they were originally originally drawn, drawn? Yep. okay so so dan knows this the, the, to me this is a deep cut because like when you think about um teenage mutant ninja turtles right the, the earliest yes like I, you're thinking you think like 90s television right 90s television yep. or at the or very the least the, the the movies right mm-hmm. so this is a pretty deep cut um for the uninitiated yeah actually, and there's a there's a nice little um thing where they're trying to figure out their catchphrase they say kukamanga yeah, kahuenga yeah. karushita <laughs> and then chip zadarska which is a which is a uh, call out to chip, chip zadarsky who's, yeah. who's a who's a writer which is pretty funny yeah actually jordan bought the uh teenage mutant ninja turtles omnibus like when we lived together so i read a bunch of it and they were surprisingly gritty they were like 80s pulp comics like yeah yeah yeah. and i think that they're i think i think there are some like an image or some whoever owns that yeah. maybe boom at this point i don't know whoever owns the the ip for that I think it's is, image is or actually doing that they're they're calling back the the teenage mutant yeah supposed to be this like which is fucking which is weird asinine i right? agree but i i think i it's... want my turtles to be nice and gritty i want april you know there's gonna be you know it's the 80s right yep. so there's gonna be one of those scenes you know i want i want that yeah i absolutely need that it's like life. it's like tongue-in-cheek though i think is it's it, like is it actually or is it serious is it played on the nose I, I just no i think it's definitely tongue-in-cheek it's okay. it's just like they commit to it but it's also we're talking like, about the actual turtles yes in, from the 80s yes okay but okay, it's okay. also like kind of playing off the absurdity of having super powered turtles with a super gritty pulp art style you know what i mean yeah, I so I'm. I don't know if anything on the uh, anything any art that was created in the '80s that was self-aware, but I don't know if that's true or not. I feel like heavy metal was kind of like self-aware, right? Or like I don't know. It was kind of like I mean, it was it was trying to be ridiculous at the very least. Yeah, yeah, right? just over the top. Yeah, right? which which if you think about the '80s, like that is like the one phrase that I that I think that I can describe yeah. the '80s is that it was super over the top. Yep. Right. Yep, I would agree. 
but like the concept of being self-aware and kind of self-referential and almost making fun of yourself i feel like it's a very being modern meta it's a very modern concept right i don't fucking i think it's just different i yeah, think it's true. just like they were still being they just weren't being like directly self-referential yeah. i think it was just like what if we made a bunch of turtles but made them hardcore wouldn't that be weird like I think it was just yeah, I think that yeah, was right. the furthest there's no it got. irony there's no irony there exactly it's wouldn't, just like it's just like so would like, this be weird it's just so yeah there's no irony to it there's just like a the, wouldn't that be fucking weird dude? yeah and then people like just got done ripping one yeah, you know what I mean exactly like, that would be weird let's write it you know yeah. what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. I feel that I feel that for sure so what do you think about the the book Jerry I liked it um yeah. so basic plot synopsis um, Miguel and Summer are kind of at odds she does not want to use the H style he desperately wants to use mm-hmm. the H style because like there's a cute boy that he wants to impress. Yep. And he's convinced that the that the boy doesn't want lo- yeah. doesn't want him. He wants a super version. He wants of a super him. version of him. So like he's kind of fighting battling he's, some self-esteem issues. Right, re- wrestling with that a little bit and he just like he I I I'm getting this this feeling from him that he just like he's a little he's a little over eager, you know what I yeah. mean? Like desperately kind of trying to prove himself sort of missing mm-hmm. missing the point a little yeah. bit. He's like he's like uh Superman People told you not to use your powers, right? Did you ever listen to them? I'm just like you, but like yeah. not realizing that he's like he's not really just like he's kind of missing yeah. some some kind of fundamental fund fundamental fundamental foundational point um that like he's borrowing powers and also using this as kind of reckless. It's selfish. Mm-hmm. It's selfish yeah, in its own exactly. way. You know what I mean? So, so he's using it for personal gain. And it also But they, I respect that. They contrast know? it with the the villains. Uh, so there's like the villain who was in uh, yeah. the last few that we read and he's like assembling a group of people who also desperately want to be superpowers and use the age style to become superheroes and uh so they're kind of contrast it's kind of like a a luke dark side thing it's like he's just like them but can he defeat them or will he succumb to the dark influence so yeah i think i thought it was pretty good it's i I don't know there's nothing inherently interesting about any of the characters or plot in this book but the art style is so good that it kind of carries it and the concept is cool and they keep doing creative stuff with like the actual heroes that come in and uh so I, I feel like that's what keeps me coming back but i don't know it's it's just i feel like the actual book is fine but it's much more flash than substance yeah and, I, and that's why i'm like okay to pull this every now and then mm-hmm. like it's like we had a sl- we had a slow-ish week i was like wow i guess fuck i guess i'm gonna get supergirl <laughs> i i don't know and I, I guess i didn't pull the question number one yeah sorry dan rip that they're, actually they're like good. they're thick they're the thick question. they're huge books and yeah like, i know like they're I not know. gonna fit in my box and they're like yeah they're like nine dollars that's and I'm like, true like god that's damn true well, yes yeah fuck me like that dc yeah, yeah. just put it in a normal book I'm yeah there. but they're uh, all like that i didn't realize all of Black yeah they're, label they're was like well that. not all black label but those okay. certain ones and yeah. the question's one of them oh, okay but it is our boy Jeff Lemire. Yep. Who I feel like we haven't read much of his stuff lately. No, we haven't. We fell off of Gideon Falls and what else was he doing? Black Hammer. Oh, yeah. Why haven't we been doing that? We both really like those. So yeah. Far. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know, Dan. All right. Um, sometimes yeah. stuff happens, you know? Sometimes stuff happens and Jerry can't pull Black Hammer anymore. Jerry, Jerry just stops pulling Black Hammer. He just puts it quietly back on the shelf and then <laughs> it's walks like away. Not, not today. Not, not today's chef. Not today's Chef Lemire. Uh yeah, so that was Dial H for Hero. Um, visually interesting, substantially 
fine fine yeah, yeah. fine definitely fine decent it, coming of age story you know what yeah. i mean like and if you yeah. some some of those work for me a lot and yeah. some of them are like eh, yeah meh. i just yeah i don't really like the trope of like this teenager is too over eager to like get his power it's like harry potter it's like every teenage superhero ever who's always they're always written by old people they're always written by old people and this teenager needs to learn to pump the brakes and become cynical like me <laughs> yeah he 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 and then he says like catchphrases like hashtag this or something you know yeah there was one point where summer used the word cringe yeah i knew you was was gonna i was was gonna ask you about that (laughs) yeah it's like it was like a misuse of the word yeah it wasn't she's like wow that male mobile is so cringe i don't want to be seen in public with it and you're like oh god that was written by a a 40 40 year old who doesn't understand dude yeah god damn it yep 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 well, that was it for DC. That's it for DC. Let's move on. Like to... we said, everything's moving on. Up. Yeah, it's we did like it. Up. We did like it though. We did yeah, like Age for Hero was was pretty decent. was good. I would I would pull it again. Would pull again. Had some fun references, yep. some fun art. Yep. But now we're moving on to that dark horror, <sighs> the cosmic, the cosmic horror that of is the immortal, undying Hulk, <laughs> Hulk the Undying, written by Al or number twenty seven. Yep. Written by Al Ewing. I don't know. Something might go on. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is happening? To you? I'm okay. Uh, Immortal Hulk <laughs> number 27, written by Al Ewing, with art by Joe Bennett. What could uh, have possibly... Dan, don't interrupt. Uh, uh, eight, wait, fuck. Inks by Rui Jose. <laughs> this is this, That's right. This is one with like the nine inkers. Yeah. So there are inks by Rui Jose, Bellardino Bravo, Mark Deering, and Sean Parsons, Paul Mounts on colors, and Corey Pettit on letters. Dan, would you like to... <laughs> I'd like to ask about what just happened to you that made you have to go turn your head back and go ah ah. Well, you ever get like that like weird like <laughs> real thick phlegm that like seems to make like a it feels like it sticks to the back of your throat but also the front of your throat and, you, so. and your voice goes like don't you like have to like cough or something to get that like well, I, I wasn't trying to cough ah! I wasn't trying to cough into the fucking microphone Dan but it wasn't know, a, a cave, cough man. it was like a ah! yeah because I was trying not to cough because I was trying to clear the throat <laughs> that better it is better all right and they are minotaurs Sam. <laughs> they are minotaurs so last we sure. last we left do you want to take this one last we left off uh sure yeah so, okay, you take. I'll so, take the porn one <laughs> yeah last we left off the Hulk in a twist for this series that I'm twist. not very fond of oh he's got some low back hair there you see that the Hulk <laughs> Got some nice Where's furry your low back. I want to I take a picture of that butt crack. Yeah, take a pic. Um, but when last we left uh, the Hulk, they did a really bad 180 of like the Hulk wanted. And you're editorializing. Maybe this is good. Uh, no. So they did a bad 180 of like, what if the Hulk wanted to uh, reverse climate change? Wanted to reverse climate change <laughs> instead of destroy the world like they'd been building up to for the last. Uh, these are comparable things, right? And the whoa, only... whoa, 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 whoa! He says the human world needs to end. Maybe he's referring yeah. to the capitalist regime. I know that's that's the twist that they pull. Is this Marvel trying to like? Okay, Al. Uh, this is still an Avenger. <laughs> yeah. He can't want to kill. He can't want to murder. He can't everyone. want to murder everyone. It's like, okay, we'll just turn him into Bernie Sanders then. So. The billionaires. The 
billionaires. Okay, we can't use that bit again. Yeah, we can't. So, uh, so Bernie goes head to head with the Minotaurs, and because the Minotaurs are the ones who run the corporations, uh-huh. and uh, so Hulk decides to wage war on uh-huh. the Minotaurs because killing the corporations will kill climate change. Will kill a human. The human world is is capitalist, and capitalism yep. needs to be or stopped. Smashing the Minotaurs will smash climate change. Did you feel really bad, bad for the poor the poor lady super soldier who was just basically scared the entire time and still got her ass beat anyway <laughs> yeah she doesn't even like attack the hulk she's just like gasping the entire yeah. time and then gets fucking then like gets clapped fucking clapped yeah literally yeah i don't know this was this was i thought this was definitely the weakest issue of this that we have read uh ever ladies and gentlemen we're on this is on the upswing though it's still this not as is, bad as supergirl no, yeah this is still if if the comic was not as good for every other issue that we've read, this would be fine. Um, but Dan, yeah, it's definitely a step down. For Dan, me. I took a picture of Hulk's ass and I want to put those like, you know how they have those like blinking things that all the kids can put on their, on their like uh, Instagram uh, little gifts that are like hot. Oh yeah. With, yeah like yeah. eyeball, like, uh-huh, like a heart, uh-huh. I, but I can't figure out how to do it. So I'm going to have you, I'm going to test you fine. I that. think you have to like make a story or something, but yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fine. It was, I don't like the premise. I don't like the villain. So He's literally a minute, like a, like a, I thought that they were going to do something with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, it, it just seems very on the nose. Yeah. It seems very on the nose. And like, also there was zero real lead in. He's just like, I'm going to destroy this corporation. And the mentor is like, I'm the head of the corporation. You know, there's just like, there's no drive towards any of this yeah it's we just went from like, we went from that weird mystical green door shit to mm-hmm. the hulk securing kind of like a shadow base and now he's like yeah his, i like the shadow base yeah stuff. his grand plan is to just beat up take, corporations he li- yeah to to burn server farms that like harvest day like like it's all on paper fine you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're like, yeah, okay, but fuck, just like fuck Facebook, you know. But you're like, you're like, okay, yeah, fuck Facebook, you know, yeah. eat the rich, all that shit. But yeah. like in this book, it just doesn't. It feels weird. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, I want him to it like, feels like I want him to push his thumbs into some dude's eyes again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. be like, be like, there's a door below. Yeah. If I gaze into it, I fear what gazes back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, weird, some, like, weird Lovecraft shit. sanity shit. But instead, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of plodding along and just in case you didn't realize that the minotaur was bad he breaks this dude's neck yeah you know and the whole thing feels very unnecessary it feels like not at all the book we've been reading the book we've been reading and not at all like honest to like what the character is about even like Imagine, imagine like telling Tony Stark what the Hulk is up to and like picture his fucking reaction. It's like, oh, what's the Hulk been up to these days? Like, well, he, he broke into a corporate server farm. He smashed some things around and then he's, uh, I guess he's going after a minotaur because he's super well, rich. Well, you see, the, the thing is, is it's not like there's no subtlety to the corporation thing either like, no because they're, they're literally they're, attacking they're, corporations. They're, they're a, well and, and it's like it, but it's it's trying to be like it's not even making a statement about corporations either because no, this is really. clearly like besides them being bad this is a text yeah but this is like it's it's not even doing that this is like a textbook like evil corporation you know what yeah. I mean? it's not like they're being like they're not yeah, even trying to true. make ex- like excuses for it, like where I feel like modern corporations will do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, they'll appeal to your to your to like kind of like reason, and because because they're run by human beings right. who don't 
want to be evil for the most part. Like, yeah. this is this is some like they're supposed to be like Lockheed Martin kind mm-hmm. of level of like, well, you know, of course we know that climate change is real, but it's also mustachingly, twirlingly evil. Like, yeah. of course we know it's climate change realistic. is real. That's why like, we've been pumping this bullshit narrative to that that it's fine because we stand to make a lot of money yeah. from climate change yeah. by selling weapons, you yeah. know, and rigging politicians. It's like it's like okay. That's not subtle at all, and yeah. like it's not even it's not even true to what's actually going on. Like, and I feel like it lets other corporations kind of off the hook if right. they do like a few nice things or something. You like, know, there's it's a, like there's a, there's well, we we have charity and uh, and outreach to LGBTQ communities or something. It's like yeah, yeah, but you're still like hoarding all of this wealth. And it's like you know, it's not tackling any real issues about corporations. It's just like the, this giant corporation's bad. The true I, the true evil. The true evil of corporations is their apathy, right? Like, right. It's their it's their willingness to be like, well, you know, sure, yeah, that sucks, but like, I can't do anything about yeah. it. We can't do anything about it, and we've got profits to make, right? Yep, exactly. So, so like the shareholders, our our contributions to this to this pool of problems mm-hmm. are minor, right? On their own, but when yeah. when hundreds of companies, that's where the that's where the evil lies. And this is just like, what if corporations were doing it deliberately? You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just so like, and I feel like it, it just like cartoonizes yeah. like a very real issue and kind of like gives real corporations an out by being like, well, we're yeah. not that evil. Like I said, the the true the, the the closest thing that I can think of is like your your arms manufacturers, like the Lockheed Martins of the world, that are the closest yeah. yep. the closest thing to me and the cynic in me is like, well yeah, of course these companies love mm-hmm. wars because every bullet fired is a bullet purchased. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like so like they directly profit. So like there are companies like that, but like I don't know. Yeah, it all. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's it's not it's not smartly hitting the thing no, that I expected them. It doesn't to hit. have much to say. Yeah, that's that, that's problem. not immediately obvious. At least you know what yeah. I mean. Like like it has something to say, but it's like what it has to it's say so is so cartoonish not... and like well, that it and doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and what it has to say is just so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Of course, a per, a company <laughs> that is d- lying to the people, manipulating <laughs> them into thinking that global warming isn't happening. Yeah. And then selling rigging politicians and selling weapons for when they're inevitably overthrown. Yeah. It's like seems very short sighted yeah. if I'm a company too, because yeah, sure, you're gonna sell all these weapons. Right. And then all of a sudden society's going to be toppled. Uh-huh. And then you're not gonna make any money anymore. So yeah. I don't understand exactly the end game here. Yeah. Was it oh, actually he does have an end game. Which again, it's like companies these days don't have this end game. He's like, I've got a house in what is it fucking elfheim or something yeah. some thor realm because he like sold earth to the elves or i don't know he likes yeah i don't know it's fucking that's the whole thing it's like it would this would be a more compelling story if this was like a company that maybe knows that they're not doing the right thing but thinks that it's like okay you know what i mean yeah. because it's more realistic and it's more grounded and i feel like this because that's the true yeah. that's the true bad exactly shit, right? yeah i don't know troubling I don't, yep. I don't say troubling but just not 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 our favorite uh immortal hulk arc for nope, sure definitely and this was this was what I was kind of worried about the last time we talked about it. Remember, I was like, "Man, I really hope that I know. I really Me hope too. that this isn't on as on the nose as it seems." But it was. Show is. Yep. Moving on. Speaking of on the nose, I feel yeah. like this is a good say. Fuck, I said it again. <laughs> on the nose. Uh, this is this is actually kind of gross. I'm gonna say this is on the nose. Uh, money shot number two because I'm I'm talking about like a cum shot in porn. Yep. It gets, yep. It gets on her like nose. It's on her nose. Yeah. It gets on her Got nose. It. The semen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this or is mo- his nose. Or his nose. Yep. You're right. I'm yep. sure that there are plenty of cum shot videos of men getting painted in that. Yep. 
what was it? what do we call it spunky emissions <laughs> it's all full circle you think you, that you, could also be a good episode title what spunky emissions yeah that's what i wrote that's oh, why i'm saying this is this is this okay. is fucking full yep, circle yep, like yep. remember when we joked that this episode was scripted yes it wasn't a joke. We wrote this entire thing out we word by it. word. We've been yep. reading from it this entire yep. time. Yep. So this is Money Shot number two. Uh, we haven't read Money Shot number one, but that's okay. Uh, you this read is, Money Shot number one. I haven't actually read it. Oh, I, really? I bought it, but I haven't oh, read it. It okay. hasn't come out of the case. Uh, this is written by Sarah Beatty and Tim Seeley. Rebecca Isaacs on art, and she does a great job. Kurt Kurt Russell on colors. <laughs> that's a little bit misleading because they even write Kurt Michael Russell yeah. just to be like, no, not that no. Kurt Russell. And letters by Crank. Uh, so money shot is this very i thought i thought i thought it was very funny oh yeah i liked it uh it is a interstellar romp quite literally because uh, in the future space travel is so expensive that nobody can do it mm-hmm. so this intrepid group of young hot co-eds decide that they're going to fund their interstellar tra- tra- travels by basically making porn of them fucking the aliens and also them uh, fucking each other as well right yeah but also like harvesting their orgasms gives energy right does it yeah Oh, that's what it says in that uh, intro. Uh, oh, text. you you read the intro chat? Yeah. So so their orgasms give the 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 vessel that they're flying in. Yeah, energy. I think that's okay. why they need the guy with the giant balls to yeah like, to come to come because <laughs> they said it could power them for like across the galaxy or something like that. That's amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't look like he's into it. No, he sighs. He sighs. I don't bit. know where that's going. They kind of left that off they, at a they, weird place. They really did. He's got huge balls. <laughs> All right, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. So, um, our our crew has been captured. Uh, presumably, yeah. this happened in the last episode, and they're they're imprisoned. And two of them are selected to perform some sort of, I don't know, gladiatorial fight. Mm-hmm. It can be, it can be. Uh, they're supposed to die by an alien, some alien god yep. thing, right? And it's a gigantic fish. Yep. Uh, that fucks them up in a lot of ways. Um, and but not the literal way. Not the not the way that they were hoping. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, and then there's this little robot who every time someone says fuck, it tries to figure out it tries to figure <laughs> out if it's supposed to film it because yeah. it's like a it's an automated porn bot. So it's yeah. like, oh, is this fucking? Oh, no, this is not. No, fucking. this is not fucking. So like this one girl is getting eaten like like by the fish thing and she says, fuck me. And, yeah. then, and then he's it's like, oh, is this fucking? And it's like, oh, it's not. It's not funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. And yeah, it, it's funny. And it's flashing back and forth between current and then before they presumably before they left. Or like on their way, I think. Yeah, um, to wherever their destination was. Of them talking about, you know, this little bot guy uh, talking about the technology and talking they, about how they have to fuck each other, fuck each other, because like it's like the crew, like uh, they went through like the history of pornography and they have to harvest the- orgasms, so they have to all fuck each other, and it's like, and even the two dudes who are straight also have to fuck each other before they leave or whatever, which was funny. Yeah, and they, they do this, they do the Mystery Science Theater th- uh, 3000 thing where they show their silhouettes of the back of their heads. And, oh, yeah, and they're yeah, kind yeah. Of, they're, they're riffing on the history of porn. Uh-huh. And the whole the whole point of the, the history of porn thing that they do is it starts out so simple and earnest. It's, mm-hmm. like, a, it's like caveman drawings with really gigantic dicks. Yep. And then it has to get more subtle, and then all of a sudden it explodes. And crazier, and on, crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier on the internet. internet. Yep. And then and it, it, it shows like cam, some cam girl and she's laying there. And then it's like you know two dudes banging. And then like it cuts to like like a guy in a rep like a like a yeah. lizard suit with a big <laughs> dong fucking a, like an old lady. Yeah. And it's like well you know th- naturally uh, this this has led to us needing to fuck you know space, yep. space creatures. Yeah. Um. So they defeat. They defeat the fish creature by spitting into its mouth, which yep. I feel like is a 
yeah a, a kink thing yeah so they spit into its mouth because the the, the entomologist chick infected them all with some like <laughs> virus fungal infection that only affects fish yeah which is very forward thinking i gotta yeah. give her props on well that i one. think she probably covered i think she said she covered a lot of them, a lot right? of different species and yeah. like his happened to be fish and so and so and so he dies immediately because he yeah. has no he has had no exposure to this to this fungus and uh, i think they said it it will infect like the rest of the yeah, species it too, will, it will pretty it much genocide the yeah. entire species <laughs> she's like oops you should probably burn that body she yeah. says that yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh so they are rewarded with a chance to greet um they're rewarded with a chance to greet this big god creature thing uh flashback again um to what's his name oscar I don't know. Oscar and the main scientist, we'll just say Oscar and yeah. the main scientist, and they start to bang. But there like you, exes. Yep, apparently. you get this kind of hint that there's like some past chemistry. She's like yeah. kind of like basically like we we shouldn't have sex like we shouldn't have sex only when it's on the job. Only for the job. Yeah, yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an emotional thing. Yeah. Flash flash forward again, uh, the rest of the crew who wasn't fighting gets thrown into like a a a, a shit den where the guy lands on this dude's massive ball sack and yeah. thinks it's a pillow. Yeah. And then... Uh, I didn't really like that joke. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. It's very physic humor. Oh, you didn't like the carpe scrotum? No, I didn't. I thought the scrotum itself was funny. It's just like, oh, what if this guy landed on a ball sack? I don't know. It seems kind of... Juvenile? Like, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, mean, the whole book is, but... Yeah, this one... It seems more like, dude, where's my car juvenile, and less like fun space orgasms juvenile. Well, I mean, to be fair, those are huge balls. They are. Gigan- gigantic nuts. So, yep. uh, yes, they encounter him. The chick, the well, one of the chicks, the, the, doc- the entomologist girl is basically mm-hmm. like... I'll rock your world. We need your we need your your nut to power our spaceship. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes <sighs> He just he just sighs, clearly fed up but with this why? shit. I need to know why. <laughs> like is it that he's been propositioned so many I imagine times that's to just it. fucking ejaculate so that they can harvest his I don't know, orgasm is for mission? space power yeah. or like or is he just not into it? Or is yeah. he like, he's like, oh, I don't want to fuck any more aliens. I don't know. We'll find out in we'll the next f- issue. We'll find out in Money Shot number three. I have three. to know. Uh, so then they uh, then it f- again cuts to the the people who fought and are are rewarded with meeting this like god progenitor creature. Yeah. Um. Basically, they're propositioned for a threesome. Yeah. With it. Uh. Or they'll die. Or they'll die. Uh. De- like a like a tentacled creature with boobs and a dick. Yeah. Um. And they have, yeah, they have to, they have to be not just physically intimate with her, like emotionally intimate, which is important yep. because it flashes back again to, uh, they had finished having sex, Oscar and the, uh, the other scientist, she's watching them weirdly, you know what I mean? Cause they were recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously they were recorded by the bot having sex. And she says, I love you in the video. And she's basically like, we can't ever do, can't that, again. do that again. We can't ever with do that tears again. streaming down her face. It was very dramatic. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice though. It was yeah, like it a, was good. a little splash of like humanity that I didn't no, really. No, they do expect. a good job, and I don't know. I I really like in this book with this genre. It's so easy to just like really objectify the women and make them just like omar omar and, not oscar i was close but they they did such a good job there's lots of different like you know body body positivity shit in there and yep. just uh and everyone's got a personality no one's like just a fucking porn doll person character it's, right it's just i don't know it's just fun it was it was a it was fun uh good dialogue i'm i'm not surprised because there was some pretty positive buzz around number one it was vault so this is vault comics uh, oh okay smaller publisher but it was their like best-selling comic by by far nice so it's cool yeah um yeah cool good book good book 
Good great. book. I wouldn't say great book. But ebbing on it, yeah. Potentially, could be, it's potentially like, it's be like pretty on great. The, it's like on the edge. It, it's it's striking vibes to me of Chip to bring it back. Chip Zdarsky's Chip Zdarsky 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 Chip Zdarsky's uh, Sex Criminals. Have you ever heard of Sex Criminals? No, I haven't. So that is another kind of horny, horny book, um, which is about these two people who find out independently that when they come, they stop time for an hour. Oh, for them, okay. but for everybody else, obviously, no time pass. And so, like they they have been doing this independently, and then by sheer coincidence, they fuck each other. And when they both orgasm, time stops. But then they realize that both of them can move, and they're like, "Wait, you can?" And they're like, "You can." So then they go on crime sprees together, uh, and they rob banks and shit like yeah. that. You know, so that's uh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. It, it remind it has vibes like that where it's like it's like. American media and sex is really weird. Yeah. And like, I feel like comic books might be one of the few mediums where you can kind of almost get away with it because there's like less of a lens on it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, cause I don't, you don't see a lot of American sexy films. I would say honestly, and this isn't even a joke that the, the most sex forward American film that I can think of would be like 50 50 shades of gray. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's barely even even near the book. Oh yeah. Books, books. Right. Cause like, America. We won't even attempt. There are to... a lot of horny teen comedies, right? Sure, but yeah, but that's not about sex. That's about like boobs. Yeah, it's you know true. what I mean. It's like, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are there, are there. Okay, I, w- I will say we're not going to try to unpack the romance novel industry. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of shit that's going on in there, but like, yeah. So I, I just know that like fifty. Even in the movies, Fifty Shades of Grey was nowhere near the book. Like apparently, in like the spanking scenes, yeah, where it was like supposed to be like fucking rough BDSM shit, right? Yeah, they're like softening it. You know what I mean? Like putting like a real nice like yellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things which is really interesting. But anyway, yeah. You don't see a lot of it, and I, I know think it's I know that like people in the BDSM community fucking hate Fifty Shades of Grey. Do you, how many it's... people do you know in the BDSM community? Are you personally zero? Are you on the Discord? Uh, no, but I don't know. They I've always seen it in like. Is there a subreddit? Our BDSM? Uh, oh god. There well, like actually, is. so like our sex, they talk about it a lot. Our um like relationships and relationship advice, they talk about it a lot. But it's like BDSM yeah. or Fifty Shades. Uh, both? Fifty Shades, I guess. Well, both, I guess. Okay. Um, but it's like, yeah, this is no one should ever like he literally probably raped her like a lot of times. So according to the context of the book. Yeah. And it's like, no, you do this. You set up safe words. This is how you plan these the kind of shits out. And it's like, right. Yeah. Because like ultimately a BDSM relationship is a consensual relationship. Exactly. And it's, it's not, it's not it's, built around trust and safety and all that. Right. It, it appeals. It appeals to certain loss of control. Yeah. Right. Things. Yeah. But, Ultimately, it is a consensual yep. thing that both parties should yeah. and do, and I would say probably ninety nine percent of cases, right? Like yeah. value, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I'm in, I, I don't, I'm not into, you know what I mean? Not into that kind of stuff, but like I, I can, I can definitely see the appeal, right? I can, mm-hmm. I can understand it, and like if you're engaged in that kind of relationship, you have to, you, you give a shit about the other person, right? You're, right. you're just doing this to get your rocks off, right? right? And if, and if ever it becomes something that isn't that. Yeah. Then it's like, what are we doing? You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I understand because, like, that is like, it's getting into like weird emotional manipulation and shit mm-hmm. that's going on in that, which is like not at all yeah. true to what that is. So. Yeah. Problematic to say the least. Glad we got <laughs> our Fifty Shades of Grey critique Thank out goodness. of the way. On Thank this goodness. Episode. Um, 
I think it's time for a bonus beer and a right. We don't have that was our last. That regular was our last comic. regular. That was our so last regular comic. I think now the plan is we'll do a bonus beer and then come back for a return bargain bin segment. You yep. guys did one last we week. We did Atomic Man, and uh, I and I threw it. I threw Atomic Man into the air at the end of the episode because yeah. I thought it would be funny, and, and it I, disappeared. I couldn't find it. I can't. <laughs> I still can't find it to this day. That's funny. All right. Well, yeah. I guess uh, we will refill. And strap off briefly, and uh, we'll be right back. We'll be strapping back in just uh, just a short, just short, short, short second. Okay, perfect. And we are back. It's been no time for you, but it's been some time for me and Danny Mac. We've oh, read uh, we've read a bargain bin comic in the meantime. Uh, sure one have. thunder, but we'll pump the brakes on that because we've got a little bonus beer that Dan was so kind to bring. Bonus beer. You know, it's funny because I was even like, you know, it's getting close to the winter ale season, and here yeah. you go, here, here you I go. go. So we'll introduce this enough. bonus beer. I actually love winter ales. Um, I've not had this beer before, but I did stop at this brewery, Eight A Colina. Uh, while I was visiting in Lisbon. Oh, this is a this is a Lisbon beer. I brought this back wow. for us, Jerry. This is a this was checked bag material wow. here. I'm drinking foreign ale. Yep, foreign ale for Jerry. Wow. Um, yeah, but it was uh it was a really cool place. They had a tiny tap room. Um, but a lot of good beer. We had a flight, and I thought everything was pretty good. Um. But yeah, this is a winter ale. I had two winter ales while I was over there. They're getting started. One of the uh, only beers I could find in France was a winter ale, and I put that on the Craft Comics Instagram. But that was really good. I I just like winter ales. What do you What do you think about them? I love winter ales. Yeah. Like when it gets this time of year, I start getting like itching to yeah. just like I'm like I give me them some. I want a Christmas ale. I'm mm-hmm. Like. Uh, like I know that the pumpkin ale thing is like really popular in the fall, but it's like when yep. the wintry season, it's like, yeah. I don't want that Christmas ale. Yeah. Spiced. They're yep. usually not like, the thing is, is like typically when I think of the flavors that you get in a winter ale, it's almost always in like a stout or a porter, but yeah, win- malt but, forward. Right. But winter ales aren't that dark. They're not that chocolatey. They're not yeah. that rich. They're usually yeah. like a, like a, like a nut brown. Like an, yeah. Nut brown or an amber kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but spiced, but spiced, and, nice and warm, mm-hmm. and, and just toasty, and yeah. and, and delicious. And uh, I would say that this hits those notes. I, I'm not getting a whole lot of spice, so I don't know if this was supposed to be spiced. Uh, I get some spice out of it. I, I was gonna read the flavor text, but yeah, I'm, I don't read. What is this Portugal? Uh, Portuguese, yeah. Oh, there's got, English uh, on the bottom. There's English on the bottom. Yeah, for the filthy gaijins like myself. Yep. Make the most of our special winter coat for the soul with a sumptuous slice of chocolate cake as you curl up in a cozy cozy blanket with your lamb's wool slippers sat in your favorite leather armchair chair by a blazing fire perfect for sharing it'll keep you warm okay so it doesn't have any kind of flavor notes it says chocolate i don't know yeah. if that's literal or not but ingredients agua malta avia lapulo <laughs> <laughs> well i know what two of those were <laughs> yeah is i mean like we know it's in beer right <laughs> yeah but not like the spices if those are listed sure here. i can't believe that you got to tip your hand on that that's like the family secret recipe yeah it's true maybe they just don't want to give it to us but uh but yeah i still think it's pretty good yeah or did I just bring it back to be ridiculed? By no, this is really good. Jared. It's super yum, and it, it, it's super, it's super yum. yum. <laughs> Fuck! It says this is a cocoa winter ale, and it is very chocolatey. I like it a lot. Cocoa seeds. Oh, cacao. It, it also has, uh, yeah, cacao seeds. It's all. It also has it in English below the ingredients. No. Yeah. 
ingredients water malt. i don't know why i'm so stuck on this oat oats also oats? Okay. water malt oats hops yeast and cacao seeds wow that sure sounds like beer sure does so no spice no which no explains spice why i'm not getting cacao. like yeah, yeah i'm not getting much cinnamon or yeah. cloves there's none at all yeah just like yeah. cacao just that cacao cacao But yeah, let me smuggle that back for you. Thank you very much, Dan. And yep. Jim, we have like a little ting. A little cheers. I'm glad to have you back, but I'm glad that you... I'm also glad well, that you had a good time. I'm glad that I left. <laughs> yeah, glad that you left, and I'm glad that you had a nice time. Mm-hmm. You came crawling back, though. I did. We I always knew do. you would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come crawling back on my hands and knees, naked as the day God made me to old Uncle Gary, because that's how he makes me come crawling back. So that so that I can serve you up a nice, horny slice of a bargain bin. Yep. And, and this was a letdown i gotta say oh um, i thought it was a good bargain bin well i mean like but like horny wise it wasn't really horny at all i yeah, mean you got some cave woman butt that's true but like most of them is 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 thunder fighting uh like a monkey yeah but was, uh, I mean, oh like, so the monkey wasn't his dad he was taking his aggression out on the monkey yeah okay but that that is a hilarious yeah we so, should probably explain so, so we we read thunder number one by dynamite um just a little bit of background there's not a whole deep dive that i can do with this one because it's not really that interesting sadly <laughs> uh, uh thunder was a caveman tarzan ish comic from 1953 that was the first time thunder was introduced and it centers around uh one soldier man i don't know his name uh from world war ii john something, john right? something who was shot down over africa and this is where it's going to get extremely racist okay yeah. uh and and this is a co- this is for sure a comic that came out in 1953 not the one we read no, this is a readaptation that that softened it considerably in 2012 pretty right. recent yeah softened it considerably um but basically this guy crashes over africa and then fights literal cavemen and yeah. monkeys yeah and rides on like a gigantic snake yeah because apparently that's i don't <laughs> i don't know if that's what they literally thought that africa was i don't in the know. 50s but i know that some very questionable shit happened in the 1950s and and there's and thunder, intelligent like talking apes yeah and thunder well yeah i guess that is right around the time of like planet of the apes yeah right i guess all so. that weird shit yeah. but like they knew africa wasn't right like that right I don't think that most... Or did they? I don't think the common American knew. Oh, God. So... Well, anyway. uh, Yeah, so that definitely was, like, something that happened in the 50s. This one is almost, like, ostensibly seems like he traveled back in time. That's what we thought happened. Yeah, we he thought was like, that he... Because there are flash, like, forwards, if you will. There right. are actually flashbacks, we found out, to, like, him being in current day and like i don't know what was he arguing with his he's getting dad beat up by his dad and, and then like joining the cia and yeah he's getting beat up by his dad and beat by the cia yeah he was like a terrorist or something and then he said he's free because he found a saber-toothed tiger in africa and rode a giant snake so uh, there's a lot to unpack there i don't think we really have the chops to go into it absolutely not themes themes of uh colonialism what, yep. what what do they call that that um last samurai shit yeah some last samurai shit you know white yep. man crashes in white africa washing. and becomes the and becomes the the insert the, white guy into exotic locales so and, then then the the king, and then yeah. he becomes and then the he becomes the king yeah exactly. yeah right so like so like colonialism uh imperialism call Oh, I said colonialism already. I was like, Weird what's the what's the word for colonizing? Masculinity, like yeah, because he like takes one of the cave women. As of course, his, as you do, he finds the hottest cave yeah, woman, and then and then he 
assumedly bangs her. Yeah. They have a relationship. Right. It's just, it's just creepy. A lot, lot of stuff to lot, lot of stuff to unpack here. And frankly, Dan and I are not equipped to do so. So no, no, no. Uh, I don't know what it is. I can I only find the politically charged ones, and then the ones that have a lot of <laughs> sex in them. So yeah, yeah. It's, but so man, it's a I, gift. I, I thought that this was interesting, if for no other reason that like this is a number one and and, a, and a final. It says the end at the end, so oh, really? I'm assuming it's a one shot. So, like, why? Why? Why did this exist in 2012? Why did it exist in 2012? And why did they not make it more clear about <laughs> what actually happened to this guy? Because, like, we didn't know until we looked up on the wiki page that this took place in the same fucking time. Who? We wh- thought that time travel was more plausible than what actually happened in this. Here's book. here's a real here's a real question for you: Is who bought this book in 2012? Was it a guy? Was it was it like a person who was like obsessed with? So just so you guys understand, IDW is this weird publishing company that owns like the rights to. Well, this was Dynamite. Are they the Dynamite? Same? Sorry, yes, sorry, Dynamite. I always say IDW. Dynamite. IDW is a whole other thing that owns a bunch of weird intellectual properties, but Dynamite oh, owns these strange intellectual properties from like that era of comic books. They bought up like Vampirella. They bought up Dejah Thoris, like these very like fifties pinupy mm-hmm. things. And so I'm assuming that Thunder must have been yeah. like a package deal <laughs> with it. And every now and then, like to hold the rights, <laughs> they have to publish a. Otherwise, they lose it, right? They have to publish like a Thunder book, like once every the fucking. A tw- is an arrowhead. Did you notice? I that? did. Yeah. Every ten years, they need to put out. They need to use their intellectual property, so they make a one shot or something like that's what this reeked of. Yeah. And I have no idea, but I want to know. Who this was for? Yeah, like who is like pining? Because like I get it. Like if you're like into Vampirella, Dejah Thoris, yeah, Betty Page, you know what I mean? It's yeah, because you're, you're there for the pinup shit. You're a hornball, right? Whatever. Like yeah. you, that's your journey, man. I can't, I can't judge you on that. But like, I want to know who the fuck was like Thunder Number One. And there's nothing really. I fuck mean, like, yeah. there's like a mostly naked dude on the front, so maybe it was pulling to like the underground comic gay crowd. I don't know. I don't know. There was no gay. It's definitely not like directed towards women. Yeah, I w- there would have been. It would have been a, that that scene where he would have wrestled that monkey would have been a lot longer. I feel like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he would have gotten, he would have gotten pinned. You know what I mean? He would have had to struggle, like arching his back yeah. up into him. You know, you're right. He, he would have had him on his all on all fours. And there was like, ah. there wasn't like gratuitous homoeroticism, right? Just which like which would have which would have saved this book to me, honestly. Yeah. yeah. If this just became a full on fucking fur bait yeah. shit, like where he was gonna fuck that monkey, that'd be. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Absolutely, 100. percent But instead, it was a very disappointing, yeah. weird. Uh, you like you you liked it. Dan said, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, don't even let him don't even let him try to weasel his way out of this." Dan said, Dude. "When you put this down, he's like, this is the best fucking bargain bin I've ever read." False. <laughs> this this is a good bargain bin in the sense yeah, that see quoted ladies and gentlemen. I mean, like, just look at how uh, long we've talked about this and how much troubling shit was in this. That was what's that's a good bar. Okay, I understand. It's not a good bin. book, but it's a good bargain bin. Yes, exactly. It's it's like watching a good B movie. Like they're never good. This is like a just, C movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad. I watched a B movie. A very not not the B movie by Jerry Seinfeld, but oh. a I, a B movie. Uh, it's on Netflix. I think it's called. I have no idea. But the uh, premise of it is that Reese Witherspoon has recently divorced. She has two kids. Okay. And three like twenty five year old boys yeah move into her very nice la house 
uh to like just because they they're starving artists her mom is very like she likes them a lot and she's like you should let them live with them she has a relationship with one of them uh-huh uh and the, there's one who's in love with her and then there's one who's like completely indifferent okay and uh it's a it's a funny rom-com a okay. funny rom- I, th- I don't think that's a b movie it's probably well i don't but know it's not an a movie that, no it was like a made for netflix thing that's a b movie no i think okay okay i guess we we might be having to if you if you're talking about like the cult yeah the culty b yeah. movie okay yeah okay it's but, not a b movie so it's what, a b was, movie yeah it's not a b movie so what was the context of you watching that film uh it's friday night i had a couple of glasses of mulled wine yep you know, nice. Sometimes you want to watch uh, Reese Witherspoon get dicked down by a twenty-seven-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. It's a recent movie. Yeah, two a couple of years ago. Was it? Was it you and Savs or were you all? It, by it, was, me and Sa- it was me and Savvy. It was me and Savvy. It was me and Savvy. But she right. fell asleep halfway through. All right. Yeah. And she you, didn't. She didn't actually fall asleep halfway through. She she stabbed the whole time. Oh, okay. And, and you, the 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 purpose of this story, I don't I don't know. I don't know the purpose of this story. I'm just saying I think it's, it's a fine. Talk it's about a, a B movie. Yeah, it's a fine movie. Fine movie. Fine, fine film. Fine film. Reese Witherspoon dicks down it's, it's, of 27-year-old. No, well, I mean, she doesn't dick him down. He dicks <laughs> I mean, her. Well, well, I don't know. I guess they did They did a hard cut. You know did what I mean? Yeah, they didn't show it. Yeah, for sure. I kept on making jokes because I you know, had had a couple glasses of mulled wine. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> just kept on making jokes. Since he's 27, she's 40. I was like, yeah. you know, he's actually going down on you. Or he's gonna, what do the kids do? They, they eat ass. Yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, he eats her asshole. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense that she just can't stop but crawling back to this poor boy, you know? Because she's never gotten anything like that from men her own not age. A, not a boomer? No. Okay, boomer. Boomers will not eat ass. No, that's, they, for sure. that's a hard pass. That is a hard pass. That is a Gen Anal play. Z exclusive. Yeah. That's, a zoomer, that's a Zoomer thing. Yeah. I don't even think millennials eat ass. I don't think so I either. feel like well, maybe 30% of us eat ass. But uh, I think that's generous. You think so? Yeah, I think it's less. The Zoomers are the ones I think who, the Zoomers are eating They just all gobble up that yeah, butthole like, all day. Up. They just like, they're like, they don't even want, they don't even want <laughs> no. sex. They want, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. an appetizer. They yeah. want the main course. They just dive right in. They just dive right into that butthole yeah exactly yeah. okay cool we're, orgasms we're... are abstract eating ass is forever well i mean you can have an anal orgasm uh yeah i guess that's true but Across, i mean like, well for the i don't know if women i don't know if women can yeah <laughs> it's a it's an anal eating orgasm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i just ejaculate it's been a lot of like uh ejaculate talk ejaculate a lot talk. Of orgasm. i guess we did have a horny book we but did like honestly most of it has just been us yeah, I mean, we can blame the horny book, though, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do we'll, that. Blame, we'll blame the horny book. Um, I guess this is bringing... The, the curtains are going to start setting. To a natural... The curtains are going to start setting. <laughs> yeah, that's what curtains do. They set. Uh, yeah, and, so the... Uh, and they set and they turn black, and then they they, they yep. wrap around your head, and then you go to sleep. And then it's night-night. Yep, that's night-night time. Um, the sun is setting on this episode of Craft Comics. Before we go, we just want to let you guys know about some stuff that we're excited about. Next week, it is a pretty slim pickings week. If this week was rough, next week is going to be even rougher. No. You think you don't think? There nothing's going to be as bad as Supergirl. Well, it's just going to be more sparse. Yes. And I could I could if you I could, wanted yeah. to make it yeah. worse than yeah. this week. <laughs> Uh, but there are a couple. There are a couple glimmering lights in the in the endless uh, pool of inky darkness. Uh, we have basketful of heads number two, a, a new favorite of ours. Uh, well, of mine. Dan hasn't read number one yet, but I but, will. But basketful of heads number two comes out next week. We've got Ascender number seven, Hellblazer number two, and New Mutants number two. Uh, there are some some more DC 
more DC you're the villain schlock that I can pull and I yeah. might just to, just to put Dan through the ringer the thing is is like I don't I even... asked him to pull good books yeah he's like he's and like, he pull, refuses to write pull them Batman down. Beyond Danny wants his Batman Beyond and Martian, Martian Manhunter Man I want Martian Manhunter <laughs> and uh, I was like you know what no I think you're gonna get Supergirl <laughs> the girl who laughs annual number two and uh, you're the villain Justice League Dark he also won't buy me Yancey Street number one I no might buy you Yancey many, I might no if it's how many times I ask hey, him. Hey, Dan, look at me in the eye right now. If Yancey Street is on the shelf, <laughs> I'll buy it. Okay? All right. All right. I'm going to fucking message you on Wednesday. Yancey Street. You could also just, you live right there. You could no, just. it has to be you. It has to be me. You have Otherwise, to Otherwise, I guess I could, I could buy it online, too. And we could just read it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, no, we'd have to talk about it on the podcast. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. we could, I, that's what I'm saying. We could just read it. Yeah. And talk about it. Yeah. That was implied. Oh, no, wow. I mean you, like order a physical your... copy, or we could get it digitally. Yeah, that's Dig- true. Digitally, are those cheaper? No. Okay, that's but I mean, cool. honestly, like I thought about this as I look around my fucking chaotic yeah. nightmare mess. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Digital would be a blessing. At I th- some point. I, th- I throw a lot of these away, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh yeah, I probably don't need to buy them all physical. But it's like, you know, it's fun to flip through. You donate them, right? Uh, the library here actually won't take them. So really, if, yeah. So if we find a library in Madison that will, huh. you know what I mean, the Sun Prairie Library. I I was like, hey, you know, I do a podcast. I get a lot of really new comics. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah. Sorry, we just don't have the staff to wow. to catalog them and library them and all that shit. Really? So, yeah. I feel like libraries ha- have always had comics. They have comic sections, but typically, I I don't know if they're new. How do they get them? People donate like old ones. There's a thing about like. Why would they take old ones but not new ones? I have no idea. That's bizarre. I really don't know. So this was Sun Prairie Library. This was also a few months ago. I have a feeling the answer might change depending on who I ask. You know, some people be like, sure, bring them down. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, okay, don't misunderstand me here. Mad respect to librarians. Like, is it, but isn't that they're like, that's the point. Fucking job. Isn't that the point? Like, yeah. So you library it and you catalog it, right? Yeah. But maybe like there's no point in librarying 300 copies. Maybe they have some like network, digital network where it's already you know, been I think libraried books to or something. Prisoners are on the lookout for uh, graphic novels and comics. Comics so that mm. might be good. That something might be to do. Okay, uh, you know what? Hey, that's something we can. Yeah. Cynically, that's something we can put on our hook, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For get sure. them. Get you know, make the listeners think that we're actually good people when we're fundamentally not when we all know they're going in the fucking yeah, garbage disposal we're rem- not even remember when we were the when we were like taking the minotaur side and the yeah. moral help yeah mm, i'm just saying yeah, no, maybe just we saying. are minotaurs i think it's because we have these uh glasses where you can like swirl yeah the, it's a real swirly thing yeah you can swirl it around and it looks menacing it like, does it looks like you're it does planning some dark shit dan earlier i talked to you about maybe having a christmas themed episode yeah and I forgot to tell you about one drink that I really want to make. What is it? It is basically, you know, in like the old timey, like fantasy Viking shit, when people are drinking mead yeah. and they run it into like a bit and it's like a be- it's like beer. And we yeah. both know mead isn't like that. Yep. Right. Yep. You can make braggot. Yeah. By getting mead. Yep. And mixing it with like a scotch ale, 50-50. You can just pour them into a glass. And I kind of want to do that for one of the episodes. You know what I mean? Maybe get one of those kegs, those little mini dispensing kegs. And like the week before, you know, mix up the mead, mix up the scotch ale. Maybe put some like lemon zest in it or something and just letting that shit go for a week. And then... And like then a, a hot toddy kind of, but yeah. it obviously won't be hot. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be like authentic, right? Because it'll yeah. be a cascale, so it'll be like it'll. I'll, I'll keep it down here, which is a little bit cooler. 
cooler runs about like 58 59 do you think it's degrees? realistic for you to buy a cask though i don't well, think that's going to happen well, those little ones where do you get those amazon I, amazon has to have one right all right Fuck you, Dan. Okay, you know what? I tried to do something nice. I think it'll be cool, but I mean, regardless... Or we could just mix it up in a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, yeah. regardless of whether it's cask-aged or not, I think that that sounds cool, and I'd be down. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody in between, this has been another exciting episode. The if you drapes can, are setting once again. The drapes have begun to set again on this, on this uh, slow hell. If you can't tell, <laughs> I've been uh, a remarkably excited to have Dan back. Uh, in the in the studio in the good. basement, it feels does it feel right. good? Yeah. We we made fun of your chair on the last issue. Yeah, I know. I uh, yeah, like Dan, that. Dan Shea chair because I pulled the, <laughs> I, pulled I, the you know I actually like, care no. about them, so I pulled the couch yep. out so they had nothing something yep. nice but to sit on to. Back, back on the old fucking back to the the old butt destroyer. Up fucking <laughs> <laughs> this thing is it doesn't even have any springs. It's just like nope. Some small amount of cotton on wood. Yep. Just like hard wood. And two two imprints on your beautiful butt cheeks that yep. have been smooshed in it. You know, yeah. I, I guarantee you, your, your ass has had the most amount of. Uh, oh, for time sure. With that, with I mean, who chair. else would even consider it? <laughs> Sit on that thing. So, uh, yep. You you hear the saxophone music, ladies yep, and gentlemen. Yep, uh, yep. You hear. That's it. You hear uh, the Kenny Loggins. Um, and you need to hear that you look wonderful tonight. You do look wonderful tonight, and, and you need to have a great day. Have a great, have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great fucking.